Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Say that grown-up men are still just little boys That really the only difference is the price of our toys We go for macho symbols like guns and running shoes Pickup trucks, hunting ducks, and <clears throat> power tools Power tools Power tools Power tools Well, good morning, everybody Welcome to WIBC on a Saturday morning Pat's off today, but in the studio I've got Allison Lemons, the divine one. You got Terry Lynn Stacy, the Hall of Fame broadcaster. Jack Phipps from Allisonville Home and Garden by Sullivan. And Landon Coors. Landon, the Montgomery Prince, is here with us. See, Land- I've now, I haven't heard Landon Coors. I kind of like that, though. You sort of like that? I, I like Landon Coors. I mean, Jimmy's cool, but Landon Coors, I'm a, I, I like that one a little bit You're better. You're not used to being called your correct name. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird because, like, so I don't know if I told anyone the story, but so. Uh, couple weeks ago i was doing a jmv event uh one of his promotional events at Gigi's, and someone recognized my voice and he's like do you do any work on wibc or home and garden and i was oh, like yeah funny. i was like yeah and he goes he's like are you jimmy i was like ah oh. i was like ah oh, crap i was like yeah. That so i was like yeah it is he's like you're famous man i'm like no i'm not well, even, even <laughs> matt so hevlin called you out and say aka jimmy yeah because I, I told him that story too and then i didn't think you would actually put it on the on the email, and I was like, okay. yeah. oh, that's thank you. I, was like, I was like, thanks, Matt. Appreciate you. Well, we're brought to you by the Michelis Corporation. Richard Michelis will join us a little bit later, probably in the noon o'clock hour. But water storms, fire, and wet basements, life happens. Michelis happens to help you through it. It's 844-FIX-INDY. I will tell you, if you ever need them, you will remember that number. It will come out of your subconscious as if Jesus himself had planted it in your, in your head, and you'll know to call them. But they really are the real deal. Terry Lynn, good morning. Good morning, Jenny. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. And you? Good. Did you go over to the NFL Combine? Uh, went over one day before it all began. Did you today do? Is the, today is the today's a big day. Did you run Tomorrow's the forty yard dash? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, no. Never, Walked never it. did. Watched people do the forty yard dash. It's it's a really cool event they've set up for the fans. It's amazing how um, they have turned this into a fan event. Isn't that great? That's what I guess it, it is be. great. Yeah. I mean, and the fans are here. The did you see the here. bench press? The, the yep. Did you see the record so far? No. 505 reps on that oh bench press. Wow. Someone that, was lying. That, <laughs> no way. <laughs> it's an overachiever for sure. It is amazing. 500 over my record. It's about 500 over my record. That's the voice of Jack Phipps. Jack, thanks for coming in. It's well, always course, nice for having me. I think the ladies like you more than I do. And, that's, and I <laughs> wow. like you. And I like you a lot. So that's, we're all in good company. Good here. to have you. Hey, we're going to be taking your phone calls today. We've got a lot of fun planned for you. We've got uh, in the weeds. We, in fact, I passed out the answer sheet to the uh, studio audience here, and uh, not the answer sheet. You made a physical quiz. I made it's a physical quiz, and it's all because Terry Lynn for Christmas gave me these wonderful books, and they're they're basically useless idiot books that you sit down and you read, and you say that really is useless information. They're called bathroom books. Are that well? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I don't have it. I don't have it in the bathroom, but I I would do that. And uh, we're going to have the Pepper Ladies. For those of you who remember last year, we had the Pepper Ladies in, uh, Terry Lambert and Tiny Ike. 
And uh, these ladies uh, specialize in the hottest of hot peppers. They're a little bit Looney Tunes, but, you know, we love them. And we, we ask them to come back, and we're going to hear a little bit more about growing peppers. Because, Jack, if you're going to start growing peppers, you got to get on them. We may be even a little behind. Really? No, I think we still have plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you think about where the peppers Some grow. Some peppers, the yeah. Peppers grow out, out in, the, in the heat of the, of the, of the West. So. Very exciting seed starting. Our numbers two three nine ninety three ninety three three one seven two three nine ninety three ninety three. Jack really is an expert on the horticulture, on the plants. He's a good go-to guy. Uh, Terry Lynn is matters of the heart. Uh, well, just, I'm here for crafting only. Crafting only. <laughs> crafting only. <laughs> crafting only. Yeah, I hey, do want to you... mention to Jack. Jack, last week we spoke to the DNR about the spotted lantern fly Ooh. that is here in the state of Indiana. It's here. It's here. and it's going to kill everything. I just wanted to let you know. Well, you if I was you, I'd quit my job now and go and, and do something. You're different. the bluebird of happiness over radio. there. Three one seven two three nine ninety three ninety three. Whatever your question might be, we will do our best to help you. We will take as many calls as we can. I'm going to get this started, and uh, I'm going to give this one to Allison. Allison, this is your quiz of the day. Oh, I only can do is so many on quizzes. Our sheets? There were no, no. This is a different. Oh. One. This oh, is she, personal quiz. Ready? Here you go, Allison. Pay attention now. Thirty buffalo. 28 rabbits. How many didn't? All right, what's your name? 30 buffalo. What's it? 28 rabbits. How many didn't? How many didn't what? I think that's part of the riddle. That's the riddle, Terry Lynn. How many, but <laughs> how many didn't? 30 buffalo. 28 rabbits. Buffalo. How many didn't? Buffalo don't eat rabbits, so... Hey, you're on the right track, Terry Lynn, yeah, but if 28 rabbits, how many didn't? Didn't... If 28 rabbits... Didn't have a friend. <laughs> there wasn't enough rabbits All to right, go I'm with gonna, I'm going to go real slow here. You got 30 well, buffalo. slow. 30 buffalo, <laughs> 28 rabbits. Terry just gave you the best clue in the world. 28 rabbits, how many didn't? 20, oh, 28 rabbits, how many didn't? 10. Ten didn't eat rabbits. Thank you. Get it? Ten what didn't eat rabbits? <laughs> yeah, that's nope. Uh, are you saying the buffalo ate the rabbits? Because if you are, I don't that think was the whole eat the rabbits. Do you Sandy not understand clever. riddles? Thank you, yeah. Jack. Jack, what was it again? So thirty buffalo. Yeah. Twenty eight rabbits. Oh, twenty of the buffalo ate, ate the rabbits. Rabbit, yeah. See, but when but you, you say know it. what, they don't eat rabbits. Well, that sounds like an enunciation issue. <laughs> I think they call it a play on words. Like I say, this is going to be <laughs> a great day. You need to pick another day. animal, not buffalo. All like, right. I would say like wolves or like wolves. how many... Um, 30 coyote. Yeah, like 30 coyote. Have you seen Eight. the coyotes in central Indiana? Quite a There's few. There's some 30-pounders. I mean, there are some big coyote, 30 to 50-pounders. There's also a lot of them that are starving. Are there? Yeah. You are the bluebird of happiness. I'm you just need telling to ta- it like take it is. A, take a happy I'm pill like today. I'm telling it like it she is. She just wants to craft. All right, let's take That's a call. Right, I'm just here for crafting. For therapy. I'm going to turn my Dave, mic Dave, you're the first caller today on the Home and Garden Show. Thanks for joining us. What you got? Uh, yeah, my name's Dave. Um, I'm going to plant grass seed. However, I'm starting to get a bunch of weeds that are popping up already, and I don't know if I need to take care of them first. Well, um... It takes, depending on the type of grass seed, 
I think I might try to kill him first, but they're not in a growing cycle. Jack, how would you coach him through this? You know, you could start on either one, but you're going to have to deal with the weeds sooner or later. Anyway. Yeah, and it's either, I would say, try to get the weeds taken care of beforehand because we have enough time until that grass seed is really going to start to germinate, and that way you're not trying to kill something while you're trying to grow something. Dave, I would not uh, rototill it. I would not, I would probably not even hoe it. If you can pull them one by one, if they're not that many, if there's a lot, then go ahead and uh, put some 2,4-D on them, um, you know, to, to weed be gone. But they're really not in a growing cycle. But if we get some really sunny weather, that should knock them out, and then you can do it. But you don't want to disturb the soil too much because that just kicks up more weed seeds. And it just kind of, yeah, tills them right into the surface. Yeah, that's not what you All right. All right. I mean, and then the other one is if I do weeds, how long should I wait before I plant grass seed? You can read the label, but I believe it's seven days. <laughs> I believe that's correct. Okay. Okay. All, All right. right. Law. Thank you. Well, thanks a lot, David. Oh, we've got Terry. And Terry seems to want to share something with us. Terry, good morning. 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 Um, I just thought the Shalis, you always they sponsor your show, which is wonderful. And I had a turkey in the laundry room sink at Thanksgiving, and my puppy was jumping up and bouncing it and bouncing it and bouncing it. And I was decorating the tree because my grandkids were going to come, and the water went every and he hit the on button so the water started running oh no wait 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 wait. you let you had a puppy bouncing on a turkey in the laundry room in the the, uh he's got real tall legs and it was in the laundry room in the sink because i was defrosting it (laughs) and anyway to make a long story short that water ran for the 45 minutes i was the, uh, decorating the tree i went in i was like oh crap so we tried to dry it up we couldn't i go i'm calling the shaylas they, they were here in about a half an hour and they were way away somewhere and they and the, gen, the owner answered the phone he goes calm down it'll be okay i'll get people out there <laughs> well did but you the, do the wait a minute did you do the spastic homeowner my family everything's funny everything's funny <laughs> did you do the spastic I, homeowner Kinda. kinda. I kind of said there's water everywhere and it's now going down the basement into the ceiling, blah, blah, blah. That is scary, so, though. We yeah. don't want to flood oh, your And they were, they were out here. They had these machines that they put on the hardwood floors with a generator because they said, if you plug too many things in your house, I'll blow the fuse box so they or whatever. They, this so is that a great story. All my yeah. hardwood floors, all the tile, they fixed it all. My insurance company denied it. And they worked with my insurance company to the point where I just paid them yesterday. That I kept calling the shows and going, I'm really a good person. I pay all the time. I'll pay you. They go, no, no, no. We'll work with you. And that is I the, just, you know, they that's a concierge service for sure, Terry. You know, you, we don't deal with the insurance company very often, and they've got their rules and regulations. And if you ever read the, if you ever read an insurance policy itself. You wouldn't sleep at night. But anyway, they're there to help you through that process. I, thank you for calling and sharing that story. That was really nice yeah. of you. All right? I thought it was wonderful. I'd recommend them to anybody. Yeah, what's the dog's name? Teddy. 
kid. Oh, Teddy. <laughs> oh. uh, just want some turkey. Yeah. Yeah, did the turkey turn out okay? He's excited. <laughs> yeah, good question. Yes, it did turn out wonderful. Great. Terry, <laughs> thanks for making a smile. <laughs> I, I really appreciate that. Oh, boy. Ed, we came home once, Terry, and the, the dog had eaten the couch. It was a Labrador. Oh, yeah. Oh. And it's something about their gums start to itch and when they start chewing on something if it if it itches or if it just scratches it they just keep going well the foam came out and it was all over the dog's face we came in and all i said was annie and she looked at me like what but she had foam <laughs> stuck all over the yeah. side of her yeah. i didn't do it you yeah. know i i could do it it's the home and garden show allison lemons terry stacy jack phipps and uh, landon's on the board taking your phone call you give us a call i promise we'll get to you 317-239-9393 right here on wibc Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. This is where it ends. I've been down a few broken roads that Thanks for joining us on Saturday morning. It's a lot of fun for all of us to come in. Pat's not here with us today. We'll uh, soldier on and uh, still have some fun. We're here to take your phone calls. Jack Phipps from Allisonville Home and Garden by Sullivan's in here. Terry Stacy's here. Allison Lemons, who you probably know already that she is the uh, producer. I'm not going to say executive producer, but she's a producer of the Hammer and Nigel show. And I really enjoy all the little things behind the scenes. When you're in radio, you begin to see all the little things that take place. And with those two bozos going uh, off the walls... Um, do you feel like a den mother sometimes, Allison? I will say it's never a dull moment with those two. Never a dull moment. <laughs> it's, it's really fun. When yeah. I come in here, I know it's Beer Sample Friday, but I have all these bottle caps around. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is this Hammer's seat here? Of course it is, yeah. yeah. Of course it is. Of course it is. All right, our number, 239-9393, 317-239-9393. A little bit later, we'll be doing In the Weeds. It's a, it's a fun one uh, based on some books that Terry Stacy gave me. In the 10 o'clock hour, we've got the pepper ladies coming in. Tiny and, and Jenny are coming in. We'll talk about if you've always wanted to grow peppers, it probably, Jack, I'd have to say it's one of the most difficult plants to really grow. Oh, absolutely. They're so finicky. But uh, we're taking your phone calls just like we're taking Janice right now. Good morning, Janice. How are you? Good morning. <clears throat> Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Okay, I just turned the speakerphone off. I didn't know if you could still hear me. All right, thank you for taking my call. Um, I have always put copper sulfate in my commode from April to October. Well, lately I've been told you're supposed to put it in there in the winter, that the roots grow in the winter. Now, which is... Which is the right way? Okay, before we, I, I will tell you the right way. But do you use pellets or do you use powder? What type of copper sulfate are you using? Um, I, it's it's just kind of like um, almost like little beads. It's, little beads. Yeah, it's 
anyway, and I get it in a, uh, I used to buy it, be able to buy it in a bag because they said you, you used it in the swimming pool. But anyway, this was, this comes in a tube-like, Okay. I, I mean, you know, a, a canister. Well, I'm going to look over to Jack and I say, and I'm just going to ask him a question. Jack, which way is the flow of nutrients in the springtime? Is it going up or is it going down? It's going up. It's going up. All right. So that reverses through the xylem layer or through the, the layers just about the time the temperatures change in the fall. And then it reverses and it goes down, right? Back to the roots. Back to the roots. All right. So Janice, the right answer is we really do want to do it midwinter at least because that's when the reversing is going to take really a, a good hold and get it down to the roots. So we want to do it through the winter months. Now, it does not hurt to do it through the summer months, but CUSO4 is different from sulfide. Copper sulfide and copper sulfate are two different things. But the sulfate will linger, and it will adhere to the the root nodules, and it'll stay there forever. So we don't have to worry. You haven't done anything wrong, but it really is better to do it in the wintertime from the fall to the spring. Well... Dick Crum always said do it April to October, and I had been doing that for several years. I don't want to go against Dr. Dirt. You should have said that right off the This is a setup, Janice. Oh, my gosh. That's what I thought. And then somebody told me, no, the roots grow in the wintertime. Yeah, they do. You should be doing it in the wintertime. So I said, really? (laughs) You know, I will tell you how I found that out is I had a sewer and drain cleaner working for me by the name of Steve Adney. And Adney was one of the best sewer and drain cleaners I ever had. And he always said that, he said, we're going to have a great winter. And I go, why are we going to have a great winter? He says, because we had a great spring. And he said, the roots are going to go crazy. And he says, they're going to fill up all the sewer and we're going to make you a lot of money. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Is that why you do it to keep them out of the sewers? Pardon me? Is that why you put the copper sulfate down there is to keep it out of the sewer? Yes, because my my sewer pipe that goes right probably five feet from my tree that I have in my front yard. Yeah. Hey, here's the good news. A couple of weeks ago, we had a, a, a world-class barefoot skier. His name's Lance. And Lance was telling us how they don't have to dig up your yard to fix that anymore. They pull through this torpedo thing and explodes the old pipe and pulls the new pipe through. So if and when the bad news hits you about the roots growing too much, how long have you been putting copper sulfate in there? Oh, uh, probably 10 years. Oh, shoot. You may never have any problems. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are you obsessive compulsive? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, don't change. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Janice, thanks, thanks for your phone call. Am I going to get in trouble for saying that? Not at all. Uh, all right. So, uh, Jack, I'm turning to you on moles. Nancy, welcome to the Home and Garden Show. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you. I have a very big memory problem been listening for years and can't remember what to do about moles and i've never had them before and now i'm inundated really uh, are you seeing the are you seeing the uh, volcanoes where they come up and push the dirt out or are you just seeing I, the, the humps now, in the middle I, I should explain this Uh-oh. some context nancy I think she's got the moles got her oh nancy yeah. Well, we'll put Nancy back on hold and then ask uh, Landon to keep an eye on her there. Maybe she'll come back. Um, we'll find out. We'll probably get get more moles calls because they really are going crazy right now. All right, Paula joins us now. Hi, Paula. Hi, kiddo. Kiddo. I have a, que- I have a question about my um, front 
bushes and trees are hanging over the drive area, and it's uh, and keeping my neighbor from being able to see clearly to get out. They drive like crazy over here. Mm-hmm. And they're starting to leaf out. They they face the sun in the wintertime, but they're early leafing out. And I was under the impression it's supposed to wait until Mother's Day to do trimming. So that's typically the rule of thumb when we're past our kind of last frost chance um, and you're not going to do any harm. But if we have a stretch of days where uh, we're not going to dip below freezing, you're definitely safe to cut. It's called the neighbor corollary. <laughs> uh, it's part of the rule that we don't cut till after Labor Day, but the neighbor corollary is as if we make the neighbor mad, we have to change. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's kind of a nice neighbor. I'd, ha- I'd hate to have her have an accident, you know, and and it does. They're not in the way now because they're barren. But as soon as they leaf out, they hang, and then you just can't see. They have to be trimmed. Nancy, so or, it, Paula, do you know what they are? Do you know what type of yeah, plant? Yeah, they one of them is an invasive plant. It's that Japanese uh, um, honeysuckle. honeysuckle. But but it, I keep them under control. And the other one is a mulberry, and I don't think that you can do too much to to get rid of a mulberry either. Can you kill a mulberry? Can you kill honeysuckle, Asian honeysuckle? I think you actually have to cut it back all the way to the ground and then use a legitimate stump or vine yeah. killer yeah. to get right like down gasoline. in there. Like gasoline. Like nuclear yeah. waste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you're safe in trimming them, Paula. And really, it's really nice of you to keep your neighbor happy. <laughs> yes, it is. And thank you for taking my call. You bet. You bet. You know, there are some neighbors that you just really want to make mad. Yeah. Okay. You, I had a neighbor that every time, Jane and I bought our first house in 73. So I move into this house. First time I mow the grass, I borrow my dad's lawnmower. Guy comes over. He's a big guy. And he said, he says, that's not how you mow grass. Well, I'd been mowing grass since I was a teenager. Yeah. This guy spent 10 minutes. I hadn't even met him. He spent 10 minutes telling me how to mow grass. Uh. <laughs> I, uh, I would have mowed in zigzags just to make him mad. <laughs> just to make him mad. Let's see if <laughs> we can find backwards. Let's see if we got Nancy Pulled back. The mower. Nancy, right? are you there? <laughs> Nancy? Uh, I'm going to give Maybe up on she, you. Maybe she may have muted herself. She might have. Uh, Nancy, I'm going to drop you. You go ahead and give us a call back, and we'll uh, we'll take you. Key takeaway uh, for the moles, though. Yeah. Talpered worms. Do you like that the best? No, I would maybe prefer to not poison as my first route, but... That uh, seems to be the most effective route to take. The uh, the biggest thing is to find the main run. And yeah. once you find the main run, I, I encourage people to dig down and at least see, because it's only a couple inches below the surface. You're not going to do any more You're not going to do any more damage. And then you can at least see where the run is. And then you can decide whether you want to put a scissor trap in there. And for those of you who don't know what a scissor trap is, it's a big spring with sharp knives, and it cuts the mole in half. <laughs> As opposed to the, wait a minute. I'm going to stop you right there. It gets better. (laughs) As opposed to the harpoon trap. And what's the harpoon trap do, do, Jack? It just spears. It stabs them. All right, we're done. We're done. We're not doing this again. No, 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 no. All right, so then you go with talpred worms, and what are those? Those are vasodilators, and they bleed out in their brains, and they You don't need to describe what's happening. You can just say, these worms will take care of it. (laughs) One way they go to sleep. (laughs) They go to sleep, that's right. Uh, gardening is a vicious business. Certainly can be. I mean, be. we're trimming back trees with Especially knives. Especially when you phrase it like that. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> yeah. Our number is 239-9393. Pat's gone today. Uh, I want to remind you that the pepper ladies, if you have ever wanted to grow hot peppers, these two gals joined us last year, and they were a hoot. And uh, they're going to join us in the 10 o'clock hour. Are when- peppers hard to grow? 
I uh, mean, are hot uh, peppers? I think they are. I mean, c- how come? Um, what happens? A couple of reasons. Uh, they're very f- hard to get to germinate. Oh. So, oh. and you'll learn all about that very shortly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's <laughs> right. That's a tease. Uh, you know, Jack? Wow. What a professional. Did you see him do that? He's done. Did you yeah. wrap him up behind my back? <laughs> yeah. Was he doing that behind my back while I was looking at you? Was no, Diddy no. going, wrap it up? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. But I will say I will say this. Save that it. There's a, lot, there's a lot going on with peppers, and they really are difficult. I've tried several times to grow some just some little jalapeno type yeah. things. Nah, nah. I've had some sprout, but I haven't gotten past that. Yeah. So we'll talk about how we can approach that and... Jenny and Tiny. I'm excited. The hotter the pepper, the longer it takes to grow, uh, is what I've heard, and I'd like to confirm that. Yeah. Really? Gosh. I, did, I didn't know that. Yeah. So. Well, I hope that's not. I don't even have like, luck with green peppers. You know, the mango, what, what Hoochers call mangoes. I, yeah. don't, I don't have any luck with those either. It will be the first time I gave away incorrect information <laughs> <laughs> on accident. That's Allison. On accident. We, we always on. correct accident, it. We always yeah. correct it. Yeah. We never admit it, but we do correct it. Um, when we come back, we're going to do In the Weeds. And today we have a score sheet for all the participants, which will be Landon, Allison, Terry, and uh, our little buddy Jack is here. And, and uh, we're going to see how good they are with some useless knowledge. In the Weeds coming up right here on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. is a place to be. (laughs) Did you sing in choir? Of course. (laughs) Boy. Okay. Um, (laughs) This week, I I do want to say thank you to Terry. The the Christmas gift, she always gives good Christmas gifts. Two years ago, she gave me a shirt that was um, embroidered or painted up, so it made it look like I was an airline pilot. It was just a white (laughs) t-shirt. That's right. I wear that around the house. I mean, I feel like an airline (laughs) pilot. And uh, in fact, one of the the things we're going to talk about today uh, has to do with airline pilots. Okay, onward and upward. This is a quiz for our studio audience, which is Jack Phipps, Terry Stacy, Allison Lemons, and Landon over here on the board. So we are going to ask you a question. You've got the answers in front of you, and the studio audience can make it. But Jack, put down your phone. Allison, put mm-hmm. down your phone. I was looking where Ladoga was. Oh, Ladoga's Montgomery uh, County. Yeah, Montgomery County, Crawfordsville Pride. Shout out. Okay. Yeah. You're talking about Landon's first <laughs> job off yeah, there. doing the sectionals. What's that? Sectionals. It's sectional time. Yeah, so I went to Southmont, and my cousin 
plays over there, and he had his first dunk a couple weeks ago, which was awesome. He's six Aww. seven. Congrats. Holy cow! Yeah, six seven. He's a tall guy. And to my understanding, I didn't, they lost by one. Oh, oh. which which stinks. I, I was out at the Bailey Zimmerman concert last night, so I didn't get to see any of it, and I felt bad. But did you see Bailey? I did see Bailey. I got to meet Bailey last night oh. beforehand, which was awesome. He's a genuine guy. Like he seems really short. I saw your picture. He, he was. He's a little he short, short guy. I, hey, I hey, will, hey I'm right here. Take it easy. <laughs> that's yeah. not a bad thing. It's <laughs> just something I noticed. Bailey, All right. So on to the quiz. Here's the quiz. In the weeds quiz. Mm-hmm. Which animal can break a bowling ball in its jaws? Is it the grizzly bear, the great white shark, the Egyptian crocodile? Or an orca, which is also known as a killer whale. Yeah. I don't have a number two pencil. Is that okay? No, just circle the answer. What about the quarter horse giraffe, elephant, and camel and that's, a mule? That's, that's an another question. That's another question, Terry. Well, they're not numbered. We don't know. Well, okay. they're indented. Use your imagination. Do I need to date it? I didn't know I was going to have to deal with a Knightstown whiz over here. Mm-hmm. Can we get okay. points on this? All right, okay, so which it. animal can break a bowling ball in its jaws? Grizzly bear, great white shark, Egyptian crocodile, I circled or mine. Orca. Okay. I circled yeah, mine. Yeah, done. Is it okay if which it's animal? Which animal yes. can drink fifty <laughs> gallons of water in three minutes? Is okay. it the quarter horse, the giraffe, the elephant, the camel, or the chihuahua? How much? Uh, I don't see chihuahua on my paper. Oh, you, I didn't put that on your. No, paper? No, you put. So the answer must be chihuahua. No, <laughs> I can believe it if it's a chihuahua. Which animal can drink fifty yeah. gallons of water in three minutes? All right. So, and we're going to come back with. You're going to grade your own papers. Okay. Which is a mistake. Fifty gallons. What of is water. the one thing that well, I told you we we're going to talk about pilots? What is the one thing that pilots are not allowed to eat in the cockpit when they're flying? Oh, I feel like this is going to be a trick. Is this what? hippopotamus, squid, no, octopus, no, American no, alligator? No, no. What about a koi fish? Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh. What is the one thing that pilots are not allowed to eat in the cockpit? Boy, am I okay. going to have to talk nope. slow here. Um, Landon, okay. we're definitely going to go long they on this segment. Eat. That's okay. They yeah, cannot they eat in the cockpit. Eat. All right, next is question. Is it got alcohol in it? I next, mean, could it be like an alcohol? I am not answering. Use, use the best judgment that you have, which is always questionable. Okay. All right. What animal's sweat is actually red? And is a natural sunscreen for it. Oh. oh! Is it the hippopotamus? Is it the squid? The octopus? The American alligator? Or koi fish? Why would a fish need sunscreen? Why would Why a not? fish sweat? Would you just answer the questions, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen? <laughs> so I you didn't pick koi? No. Oh, I'll mark that out. Yeah. I picked koi. All right. Okay, after a mosquito, on. after a mosquito bites no you, sucks your blood, <laughs> so leaves fast. you that poison in there, so you'll itch. What else does the mosquito do before it takes off? What before it takes off? Before it takes- before it leaves your arm or body or wherever uh, it's wherever. Well, okay, it's. do it again, Denny. After a mosquito bites you, right? Sucks your blood, right? What else does it do before it leaves? Oh. I don't think we'll like this answer. I don't think you will either, but. Okay. okay, now this one really hits close to home because we're all in radio, okay? What animal has no ears, no eyes, no nose, no brain, no heart? Oh, it's a skink. I thought you were going to put down program director. Okay, <laughs> what animal has no ears, no eyes, no nose, no brain, and no heart? Okay, next question. Oh, wait a minute. Denny, it's we're going no, so fast. You need to bad. let us have a second. Okay. Hang on one second. Um... <laughs> It's like I'm watching a shadow walk through a closet. Uh, There's nothing there. I'm still back on skink. All right. What animal has no ears, no eyes, no nose, no brain, no fart? It might be a dummy answer, dummy. All right. Here we go. What two animals biologically are immortal, which in theory, based on their biology, could live forever? What two animals biologically are immortal? They never die. 
that in theory they don't. They are either eaten by predators or oh something my else gosh. happens. Gosh, you know, I, you gave me the book, young lady. I didn't read it. Well, I know, but I do you read. Can you can always tell when somebody opens Ooh. their new book. All right. You can always tell if it's a used book or not. Yeah. So I wouldn't dare open a book before I gave it to All you. All right, we Hold only on. have we only have two left. <laughs> what is the only animal that can see all four of its legs when standing up? Oh. What's, what's the only animal that can see all four legs, all four of its legs when standing up? That's a fill in the blank. I'm not giving you any. And don't put down Chihuahua. Okay. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) Which can last longer without water? Which one of these animals lasts the longest without water? Now, you got to really pay attention to this. Hippopotamus, camel, giraffe, mule, female lion. The female... Me Which think. one can last longer without water? Hippopotamus, camel, giraffe, mule, female lion. Red herring. Okay. Or skink. Or skink. <laughs> All right. Chihuahua. So here are your answers. I expect fairness in well, grading. I, okay. You, there are there are nine questions. I just want you to correct. Give me the ones that are right, and we're going to award a winner. Here. We can grade each other's. I guess you could pass one down and grade. Yeah, pass. Well, I didn't fill out half mine because I was We were still going so fast. Alice, we didn't go fast. I just skipped one. Listeners couldn't even keep up. All right, so here we go. Okay. The first answer, which animal can break a bowling ball in its jaws? Yep. Crocodile. 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 No, it is the grizzly bear. What? Oh, man. I need to see proof. Which animal can drink 50 gallons of water in less than three minutes? Elephant. Camel. Camel is correct. Let's go. I thought camel, but I thought, no, I should trust my gut. Yeah, you went with chihuahua. Well, you had chihuahua on the list. What's the one thing that pilots are not allowed to eat in the cockpit? Diet Coke. Spam. I put a fun one, Cracker Jack. Ooh. What did you say, Elena? I said Arby's. Arby's. (laughs) Uh, Allison is part right. Uh, Most pilots will not drink any um, sugar-free because they say the aspartame affects their their okay. brain cells. But that's not the correct answer. Because cor- that's a drink. Because that's and a drink. And you said eat. What well, eat? I only had 0.2 seconds to answer. Right. Oh, you big <laughs> whiner. Do you whine like this for for uh, Hammer and Nigel? Let's go. Next question. I don't need no, to, you I'm don't even tested. have the answer to this one, Terry. I said no. spam. What is the one thing that pilots are not allowed to eat in the cockpit? Whatever the other one eats. That prevents food poisoning of two oh, pilots at the answer. same time. That's actually really smart. Yeah. yeah. They're not allowed huh. to eat what the yeah. other one does. It kind of makes sense because has anyone watched Airplane before? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that like, oh, is yeah. Like, like That's maybe when the rules started. Yeah. <laughs> Allison, did you not? Did, somebody told me that we're, they're going to do Airplane over or they're doing um, Naked Gun back. Yeah, they're yeah, doing they're another do, Naked Gun. Naked apparently. Gun. Yeah. All right. So, what animal's sweat is red and uses it as a sunscreen? I have squid. We had squid, octopus, American alligator, koi fish, or hippopotamus. I had hippopotamus. I said hippopotamus. Hippopotamus is correct. They sweat red. And when you look at them, you'll always see that there's a red tint to a hippopotamus. Mm -hmm. All right, Terry Lynn, this one's all yours. After the mosquito bites you, sucks your blood, what else does it do to you? Spits or poos. (laughs) Yeah. That's really close. Yeah. They pee on on you. I'd use the restroom. Yeah. That, that'll count. Yeah. count. Terry, go ahead and count yours as well. Can right. I count mine? Well, I put marks you as one of their own. Marking is technically. Oh, man. I'm yeah, giving myself a half a point. You. Allison, okay. Now, the answer to this next one is not the program director. What animal has no ears, no eyes, no nose, no brain, no heart? Earthworm. 
Oh, that's that's good what way. I put. Except we I remember in school when we used to they dissect hearts. them, and we they've got hearts. Yeah. Correct Skink. answer is jellyfish. Oh, jellyfish. What? Okay. Right. So how I do they? Known that. How do they like sting you and stuff? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't in the book. All right, fair enough. All right. No, I think that's a good question. No follow-up what, what two answers? <laughs> you guys no are really having fun with this. I know you are. This is the In the Weeds segment. Once a week, I get to have fun with these guys. What is the? Um, what two animals biologically are immortal? I don't know. I, I said conch. I put earthworm <laughs> and sea cucumber. A sea cucumber. Well, both of them live in the ocean. One is a jellyfish and one is the lobster. And I looked up the lobster because I didn't believe it. A lobster will live forever, but as it gets bigger, it becomes prey. And it's a bigger target. So, but that's why everyone wants lobster. So, yeah, they oh. find these real old ones so in bio- the ocean. And biologically immortal. What when you always say you want to live forever, you could be a jellyfish. We, yeah. we should be studying them more what are, what about like to see how they're doing it. Well, jellyfish is used in, um, I don't know if you remember Prevagen. I got to interview the guy that invented Prevagen, which came from an extract from jellyfish that helps break down the uh, barriers of certain cells that impede your your um, synapses in your brain. Wow. So jellyfish got a lot going for them. All right. What's the only animal that can see all four of its legs when standing up? Polar bear. Giraffe. I said a centipede because at least they can see four of them. <laughs> I said a human. That's <laughs> right. oh, you guys are so creative. Actually, it's a donkey or a mule. That's why they use them what? when they go up and down narrow places because a donkey with his eyes, they're back set on their, they're not like a quarter horse where their eyes are forward. They're farther back and they can see all four of their legs. So they're very sure footed. So donkeys or mules. Is that why they'll kick? Rear up and kick a lot. Oh, all right. Maybe. So, so they what, know what they're doing. What can last longer without water? A hippopotamus, a camel, a giraffe, a mule, a female lion. Which one lasts the longest without water? I said the camel because it keeps it in the water in its hump. It's in a hump. Uh, I, th- I thought the for camels, like I thought that was all fat in the hump. I, I said female lion because Denny kind of put oh. emphasis on it. So on the like, female lion. I said yeah. female lion because she would. You guys are such give suckers. Water to her kids first. <laughs> I put mule. So it just seemed random. Actually, it's the giraffe. The giraffe is a very oh, I love dry. Th- I, they've got to have bladder infections. Have I you mean, seen them drink water, though? I know. They have to put their legs way out like this <laughs> and get their heads out. That's why they don't drink. It's too much effort. <laughs> so, Black tongues. I know. Hey, thank you all for You're playing so this game. You were really mm-hmm. terrible. All right, Jack, how many did you get right? Uh, I found out today that I'm more of a plant guy. I got one correct. Yeah, one correct. Terry Lynn, how many did you get right? I got um, one, two, three, four. Five. Five right no, out of nine. <laughs> Jack Checker. Yeah, Allison, Allison how many did you get right? <laughs> I got two and a half. Two and a half. All right, Ladoga, Montgomery County. I got one, but I'd like to protest the biological immortal and you should. animal. Uh, I, I put cockroach on mine because those things can survive like <laughs> nuclear apocalypse. That's true. Like he that. gets right. a Anything. half a point. Well, I will give you credit for a half a point. Terry, in the book, Terry, it, it, how long can animals live if they've been decapitated? And the cockroach can go a long, long time. They had a, a rooster that did not have a head for 18 years. Yeah. It lived oh. for 18 a years. Rooster? A rooster. Also, but how does it eat? I don't know. I would like to. You don't you? That, that, <laughs> I, I didn't even think about that. That's I'm like just reading with the book. Human centipede. Oh no! All right, no. you heard it here first. Oh. When we come back, we're going to take Randy <laughs> right like off that. the bat, and we will take your phone calls too. It's the home I'm and the gun winner. show. You were the winner. Yeah, I just wanted to put that out. Allison pointed out. I she's never the win anything. How many win? did you get right? Two and a half. Terry said she got six or five. Well, was I, she lying? I, I believe I had a. Jack. She may have been lying. Check that. Allison Lemons. 
gets her name on the board. It's the Home and Garden Show brought to you by the Michelis Corporation. Coming up next, we got Randy with a water heater question right here on 93 WIBC. All right, we have uh, Groundworks in a minute. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. WIBC. I tell you what, these three class members I have with me, Jack Phipps from Allisonville Home and Garden, Terry Stacy, and Allison Lemons, you guys are magpies when the when the mics go down. You're you're, you're, well, you you're know all what I'm together. Tell you. And this is just a great gift for anybody. We have been learning about the bird buddy, which a lot of us have been getting and ordering. Jack has one. Matt Hiblin has one here in our building. And these are these these bird feeders with cameras. And everybody is having the best time with them just watching birds all day. It's so fun. That's pretty cool. It's you called can the watch Bird Buddy. Them. There's other kinds. Mine's a less expensive one, and uh, <laughs> I can talk to the squirrels that get in the box with my. I phone. never knew that birds had tongues until I had a buddy who had a parrot, and he'd give him a peanut and he'd crack it, and then they're so dexterous with their tongues and with their beak, they right? can actually get the the meat of the peanut right out. Oh, it's crazy. But they say that all birds can do that, whether they're right. cardinals or everything. But I've never seen it because they're so little. They're so far well, away. Well, if you get a camera or if you get one that I also have, it's just, just a plastic clear <clears throat> bird feeder that is suction cupped onto a kitchen window. And they start to know who you are. But you can see how they, they do take a... a a sunflower or whatever, like, and they'll spin it around with their with mouth. Like a little can opener. Like a little can opening opener. Opening up the side of the sea. It's the most fascinating thing It's amazing thing to watch how them. dexterous they are with that. And how hardy they are. You know, oh, yeah. and these temperatures that we had in the real cold times, they're survivors. They're amazing. Yeah. I just highly recommend it as a great gift for the I bird I remember lover. the first time somebody told me that robins overwinter. Robins don't fly south. Robins mm-hmm. overwinter, but they change their diet. They don't eat the earthworms and the nightcrawlers. They eat berries and stuff. And you know somebody that knows that is Randy. Randy, how are you? Good morning. I'm doing good. Can you hear me? Yes, sir, I can. Um, I bought a little summer house uh, two or three years ago. It came with a water heater. It looks fairly new, but I really have not had time to spend any um, any amount of time at this place. Um so I have not turned the water heater on. I'm wondering what you think I should do before I turn the water heater on. Should I drain it and refill it? I think I would just flush it if you can drain it. Uh, have you ever drained a water heater before, Randy? That's been years. I don't, I'm not a big fan of draining water heaters that are old and that have set, but I am a big fan of flushing them out. So I would open up the hot water 
let it run if you're on a septic tank and you don't want to flood the septic tank, then just sort of get an aerator that can go to a hose thread and run the hose from the kitchen sink or the bathtub or someplace and run the water outside. But I would let that, that water heater run for a good 10, 20 minutes, try to flush it out. And then what you want to make sure of on any water heater before you turn it on is that it's full of water. And that, of course, you're draining it or, or you're flushing it so you know you've got water at the hot side. Do you know if it's gas or electric? It is... I'm not sure. <laughs> do you have a, do, do you get a gas bill for the, for the summer house? I do get a gas bill. Or I have a, I have a tank outside. Oh, you have a tank. Okay, um, we, here, I'm going to make you a really cool guy. We call those pigs. You've got a pig outside? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got a pig. All right. So so you probably are on propane. So um, this is really good because that means you can you can have more regular showers than if it were electric. So run a lot of water. Uh, get the water away from the house or away from the cabin. And then uh, I would just fire it up. Uh, you might have to light the pilot light, uh, which all the instructions are on the side, and you can do the YouTube thing and figure out how to light them. But uh, you be careful because it is a little bit of a booger. And propane is not as forgiving as natural gas, okay? Okay. All right, there you go, man. Good luck. Have fun, good. At the, have fun at the summer house. All right, let's talk to Pat. So saying pig makes you cool? Pig, yeah, that means you're a country boy. Does it? <laughs> yeah. Does it? Haven't you, you know... <laughs> Go out there and get the twi- get you. get the sticks off the off the pig. Yeah, so, all right. Hey, Pat. Good morning. Good morning. I did. I was calling. I have a question. and I have a comment. You're, I was calling about your headless chicken. Headless story. chicken. Okay. He didn't live. It wasn't 18 years. He lived 18 months. 18 months. Okay. It's a Thank bit you. of a difference. Well, but I, pre- I appreciate. <laughs> but well, still, even with that, Pat, think about it. How did it eat? How did it get any nutrition? It, uh, no, I've been. I've known about this chicken for a long time. It's fa- it's fascinating. They had to feed it with an eyedropper, uh-huh. and, it, and eventually it choked. Oh, it choked. It choked. Oh. And that's it how choked. it passed? Wow. Yeah. As if cutting insane. off your head didn't do it, yeah. and it chokes on an eyedropper. I'd hate to be the yeah. one. Hey, I appreciate yeah. you calling and straightening me out. I really do. <laughs> okay? okay. If you Google it, you can see his picture. Okay. Yeah. See, I, okay, so years, months. Okay, you they lived 18 minutes. In Colorado every May. That is really cool. His name was Mike. Pat, I don't care oh, who what anybody Mike. says. You're a, you're a fun girl. Thank you. Okay. okay. I, I, I also have a question about solar panels. Oh, I got to take you to the – we're coming up on a hard break. So can you hold on? I'll come back to you. Okay, I'll hold on. All right, there. There we go. All right, it's the Home and Garden Show. Allison Lemons, Terry Stacy, Got uh, Jack Phipps in from Allisonville Home and Garden. Landon, the famous Jimmy, is on our board, and we're here to take your phone calls. You load them up, we'll get to them. It's 317-239-9393. It's the Home and Garden Show right here on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation.
Some folks say that grown-up men are still just little boys But really the only difference is the price of our toys We go for macho symbols like guns and running shoes Pickup trucks, hunting ducks, and power tools Power tools all righty then, it's the second hour of the Home and Garden Show. We're brought to you by the Michelis Corporation. Water storms, fire and wet basements, life happens. Michelis happens to help you through it. If you get in a pickle with uh, storm water, wind damage, fires, whatever hits you, you give them a call, 844-FIX-INDY. In studio, I am pleased to invite back and have back with me Jenny Lambert and uh, Tiny, is it Ike? Ike. Ike. Yeah. These are the pepper ladies. And I came armed with an, an intelligent cohort today. Instead of Pat, I, I, have, uh, I have Jack Phipps from Aliceville Home and Garden. But you guys do something that many people just cannot do, and that's you grow peppers. We do. Um, we grow so many different kinds of peppers, too. Everything from mild that anyone can eat. What's your definition of mild, girl? Yeah. <laughs> just a bell pepper. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I think everybody can do a bell pepper. I can do a bell pepper. Bell pepper. See? Yeah. And I go all the way up to Caramel Reapers, which is the second hottest pepper in the world. So uh, Caramel, C-A-R-M-E-L? Mm-hmm. Reaper? Okay, where did it get that name? I've heard of a lot of different Reapers, but not the Caramel Reaper. It's because of the coloring in it. It uh, is this beautiful, rich, orangey, red pepper. Now, and I noticed both of you, neither one of you have red hair. <laughs> no. I mean, we could dye it any color we wanted. Yeah. <laughs> you could dye it. I guess that's true. As long as there's a CVS, you can do anything you want. Right? I choose to dye brown. Yeah. All right. So, Jenny, how did you get into doing peppers? Uh, just because oh, I love hot peppers. Hit that red button right in front of you. We got her. We got you got her. her. Okay. How'd you get into it? I got into it because I love hot peppers. They're, they're delicious. Did you like them as a kid? I actually did. My mom would put hot peppers in her beef stew, and Ooh. so I liked it then. And then it's just been a gradual, you know, every year amping it up a little bit. So I have a question. What was the first hot pepper that you would have remembered, you know, really enjoying? Probably it was a hot wax pepper, I believe. Oh. And that's what was in the stew. That's a pretty common mm-hmm. hot pepper, too, right? Just yeah. a hun- Hungarian wax. Yep. Okay, so does it give you a buzz? Is it like an alcoholic high i mean what is it about the heat it just burns the hell out of my mouth yeah. i mean what, what do you go they each have a different flavor profile so i like figure out I'm, i do a lot of hot sauce so whatever i make i have at least 10 different hot sauces i get to pick and choose oh what would go best with this meal what would go best with do you that? keep them in the refrigerator yeah, I do. I'm from Indiana. From from the refrigerator. <laughs> and do you have them in Tupperware? Or do you have them in glass oh, pots? No, I've got nice little bottles. Little, little bottles. bottles. So you make your own hooch then? You yeah, do. You bring it down, well labeled and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Tiny, how'd you get into it? So it was the same thing. I really like hot peppers, and really hot peppers aren't available in the store. They just don't sell them. And so if you don't grow them, you're probably not going to have the opportunity to Never have really them. Try it. Yeah. Are right. they more available out west? The growing cycle is so long. Jack and I were talking about how long the growing cycle is. Are there just more available where it is hotter and whether where we have more sun? I would assume so, but I don't know that as a fact. Um, I know that in Indiana, a lot of times I'm not even picking my really hot peppers until September and October. 
All right. So, Jack, you were telling me how long the growing cycle is. Yeah. You were saying we almost it's almost too late to start. Do you, have you guys already started your seeds? For the yes. hottest of peppers, right? Yes, yeah. I started in January. January? I did. And what do you have growing this year? Um, Caramel Reapers. I have ghost peppers. I have, um, I think I planted 18 different varieties. Wow. Yeah. So, So all right. So do you do one or two plants each, just one plant each? How do you, 18 plants is a lot. You're supposed to do like three plants together because they, you get the most Oh, for pollination and stuff. Yeah. So you would think that I would just do one or two each, but I don't. I don't think anything about you, Tiny. You, for, from my standpoint, you have a personality that I don't know how to handle. I don't know whether to put on gloves you know, or glasses or whatever. You guys are crazy. You need both and a mask. And a mask, yes. By the way, do you put on the mask when you're cooking them up? I'll do it outside. Okay. The hotter the pepper, I'll do it outside and wear two or three pairs of gloves. So I actually have a special room. It's my craft room, but it's also my hot pepper room because we've talked about this in previous shows that my husband doesn't do heat. And so even having me cut open some of these peppers in the area where he is, is too much. And so I have a room that is in the corner of my house that he does not go to. And that's where I do my hot peppers, wearing two sets of gloves and a mask and goggles because they are that hot. You know, as an HVAC designer, heating, ventilation, you know, we design specialty rooms that are positively pressured so that, you know, we don't want any of this to get out. What is your, you're putting your family at risk, Tiny. No, I'm not. He doesn't come in there and he's the only other one that lives with me now. So, (laughs) Allison Lemons, do you, uh, do you like hot peppers? Oh, you don't have access. Okay. Allison, I, I'm just not a hot pepper guy. I do like bell peppers. I do like the peppers that they'll put on, you know, pizzas and stuff like that. You guys probably think that's just candy. That's for wusses, right? No, those are yummy too. Yeah. Those are yummy too. Not, okay. I don't discriminate. Well, yeah. thanks not for for being not being an elitist. I appreciate yeah, that inclusivity with peppers. I guess so. Mm-hmm. All right. So this scale that they have is really it goes from one or two up to a bajillion. That Scoville scale. The yeah. Scoville scale. All right. So what's the hottest pepper that that I'll start with you, Jenny? What's the hottest pepper you've you've used or grown? Ghost, um, and that's you know the second hottest. They came out with Pepper X, which is now even hotter than that. All right. So, what do you put it on? Do you mix it with like a a, 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 a like a, a cream cheese? Do you, what do you mix it with? Well, that I mean, I, I've got a couple of bottles that I made of, of hot sauce. I don't know if I'll ever do that again because it was traumatic. It was very, very. I mean, it was it was crying for days. Oh my gosh, yeah. it was so bad. Did it hit your eyes? Did you sweat? What oh, when when you say uh, I cough and sneeze, so I must have some kind of an allergy to that kind of heat. My eyes are to... watering, honestly, just thinking about that. Oh right yeah, now. <laughs> but I literally can only add a couple of drops to like my bowl of chili or whatever I'm putting it on because it is so hot. And and yet you find that that's good you like that do you throw a lot of crackers and cheese on that or is it just the heat that you like i'd like the heat and so you know for the rest of us it just sort of hangs on the roof of our mouth Mm -hmm. you know and we're sitting there gasping for air i mean it's like the horseradish sauce over at you know oh st elmo's and stuff is that hot to you no i usually i'll use my shrimp as a spoon you know I like that. Yeah. You know, uh I ask for extra crackers so I can get every little scoop. Yeah. I love that. But that is different because that horseradish hot is Is like a wasabi hot. Mm -hmm. It's not a pepper hot. 
So that one I can actually. Oh, now actually... you're getting technical. Okay. So well, uh, it's do a they measure those on? Heat. Okay, does horseradish is it measured on a on a Scoville scale? I don't think it is. No, I think it's just the peppers that are in there. And we were talking about that pepper X, and it is just so high. Um, I don't have my glasses on, but this number is so big, I can't even tell you. Figure like, out if it's trillion. The Scoville scale goes right. from 3. one or two. 3.1 million on the Scoville. I was going to say, Scoville goes from like zero or and what's one a jalapeno? to three million. Right. Well, my Carolina Reapers, the one that I said is the second hottest, yeah. is at 1.4 compared to 1. that 3.3. So now, huge they, these difference These are a million. There. It's just not 1.4. It's 1.4 million. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to get tired. Technical, yeah. but I mean, for the, <laughs> us rookies over here, we're thinking that's not too hot. Yeah, Where the jalapeno is only at 2,500. Okay. So it's really, it's nothing compared to the others. And I have, this is a funny story. I had someone who told me how much they love hot peppers and they were having a party and it was a chili party. You're mean. I can, t- I, this story, she's <laughs> no, the this is evil of nice. Heidi Ike is coming out here. <laughs> so they asked me if I would bring all the different kinds of peppers and if we could have a pepper tasting there. Oh. And I said, absolutely. And my hottest peppers, I sliced extremely thin and very small, and I didn't do any seeds. And he's like, no, we'll just throw a couple of those into the pot. And I said, no, you will kill people. Like, we're not doing that. (laughs) And so I even said, like, start at the lowest level and then work your way up and see how hot is hot. You know what you sound like? You sound like that female character on Breaking Bad. No, we can't. We can't do that. that you know, <laughs> Try, we, we'll kill people. Golly. So he didn't listen, and he started with the caramel reaper, and he said, "Oh, that's not so bad." And then it hit him. Oh boy. And then we didn't see him for a while. It doesn't go away, does it? No. An hour later, he told my husband, he goes, I think it's getting hotter as time goes on. And he's like, wasn't that like an hour ago? The the voices you hear are the pepper ladies of Hamilton County. Now, they've got their own T-shirts. It's a club and tattoos. And they got it all. But they're part of the Hamilton County Master Gardener Program. If you ever want to get involved with that group, it is a great place. Look up Hamilton Hamilton County Master gardener join the club it's uh, it's a fun club but these ladies put on a program last year i didn't get to the program but i'm told that it was they you guys are stars i yeah. mean i don't like to brag I but know. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like yes yeah it seems like yes all right we got to take a break here okay. when we come back we're going to talk about what you brought in the bag great okay? the pepper ladies from hamilton county hamilton county master gardeners have joined us here on the home and garden show we will get back to your calls the number is 317-239-9393 Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. My big brother rode an Indian scout. It was black like his jacket. American's 
I was so rude. The lady that uh, was talking about the chicken that lived with for 18 months after getting its head chopped off, I told her I'd get right back to her, and I lied. Pat is joining us now. Pat, I'm I, sorry. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just listening to the show, so it was all right. You, these ladies are scary. I mean, I, one of them has to be in the mafia. That's all I'm saying. They, they don't need bullets to kill anybody. But what, what was your other question, Pat? I, I, it's on solar panels. Um, okay. We have uh, Jefferson Electric installed solar panels at our house several years ago, and I noticed the last storm we had, that Saturday storm that was really icy. Yes. The solar panels covered with ice. Um, like Friday, Saturday, it was almost Monday before the ice came off. I didn't know if it's, should you, sh- I mean, take the ice off? Um, I don't know about the ice, Pat. On my panels, I have a roof rake that's made out of a hard foam. And I actually pulled, okay. I pulled, it, it, it's, you know what a roof rake is. It's what they that use. Is, up, yeah. yeah. And I just use that to pull the snow off the panels. And that helps. Okay. And then once they get just a little bit of sun coming through it, they melt off the rest. I don't know about the ice. Uh, I've never used a scraper on, on the ice, uh, on the panels in any way. But snow, I'll get off of there in a heartbeat. Okay. It may have, I guess I could have, because I probably could have gotten the snow off before it became ice. Yes, you could. Yeah, but that's not an easy job. I'll tell you, you better eat your Wheaties, Pat. When you drag that off, especially if they're two or three high, up at the top, you pull it down and you think, this is easy. Well, you're gathering all that snow as it comes down, and your abs will be screaming by the time you do a half a dozen panels. So eat your Wheaties. I mean, it's, it's a tough, tough job, but it's the right thing to do is to get them cleaned off, okay? Okay, all right. Thank you very much. All right. Keep listening now. These pepper ladies are about to fire up here fire up all right so we have some treats jenny i you came in with a bag or tiny you came in with a bag you want to tell us you want to tell us what's in your bag so i brought in a couple different things um the first one is a jalapeno peanut brittle can i try that now you sure can all right um so you saute the jalapenos before you add it into the peanut brittle and it's actually a really nice flavor um, because I don't. Um, oh, there it is. So <laughs> it took a minute. But it's not hot, is it? It's more flavorful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the other thing that I brought in is a chili sea salt caramel. So with that, I dehydrate my Thai chili peppers. And once they're dehydrated, I grind them up into a powder. So just like you would any other chili powder, once I have my caramels laying out in the molds, I just kind of sprinkle them with some sea salt and then that chili powder. And that kind of has like a back heat to it. I'm turning you over to the EPA. These don't come with any warning labels. I'm looking for the pepper. I don't see it. The chili. You know, <laughs> good. it kind of just I guess goes right, right in. in. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of curious as to... What you think? Are you going to give it a try? I am. Got it in my mouth. Oh boy, here it comes. <laughs> the brittle, the brittle is not. How big of a spicy? The the brittle's really. How big the brittle has, like you said, you just taste that flavor of a pepper. It's, right. it's a small kick. Yeah, but the it's small, really good. I'm a baby. I'm like your husband, where I just I'm not a heat person. <laughs> but that's actually really good. The caramel, I maybe could have one, and then I'd need milk. <laughs> now Landon has not. But it is good. Landon's hey, our I tough the guy. Caramel. I'm not. Maybe feeling a little bit of that heat. But, but it's not bad. It, I feel like it, it hits you in a minute. 
Right. I think How when long? you're serving. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm a baby Jackson. What? The caramel is very savory. Yeah, they're it adds it a, a savory yeah. flavor. Right there. Terry come on over here. I'll give and you I like I'll give you the peanut soft brittle. caramel, so it just kind of lingers, okay. too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as you're chewing it, you're Try just kind of developing it. So, wow. just different things that you can do with peppers that we haven't talked about before. And people don't think about it because they only think about putting peppers in things like chili. Are you a member of the Defense Department? Are we I using am. this in weaponry? <laughs> I I am. When you come into that craft room, you're not going to make it out without the gloves and the mask. What's the most unusual thing you've put peppers in, uh, Jenny? You know, what I think of things just putting in carbohydrates, but you put them in stews, obviously. What else? I made a blackberry hot sauce a couple of years ago, and I used the UFO peppers, which are super pretty. They're purple, and they're shaped like UFOs. And that turned out great, and I put it on ice cream. Oh, yum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very yummy. The old joke, you know where uh, John's hot stews or Jack's hot stews on the south side? Mm-hmm. In the 50s and 60s, I was an apprentice plumber. And we would go in there for lunchtime because everybody wanted a sit-down meal. It was before we had fast food and everything. And so they talked me into, you know, doing the medium hot or whatever it was. I thought they were these plumbers that I was working with were just crazy. But the joke was, after you did that at Jack's Hot, John's Hot Stews, on the south side, they would always serve you ice cream. And the joke was, the next morning, you were sitting down saying goodbye to what the day was before, and you'd say, come on, ice cream. <laughs> and, you know, it burns all the way through. I mean, that, that uh, Schofield, I mean, it doesn't... Uh, the pepper juice keeps going all the way through your alimentary canal. <laughs> You'll so, feel it. Yeah. So you understand how hot some of the peppers are and how much oil is in them. The caramel reapers that I um, that I harvested in October, I dehydrate most of them in a dehydrator. And it takes a few days, which for a dehydrator is a really long time. Um, but I also took some and I just laid them out. I opened them up and laid them out to dry naturally for their seeds. And they are still not dry yet. That's really? amazing. Yeah. My, wow. my nose is watering. I'm, I'm okay, but I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit of that caramel. <laughs> the, the caramel got me of all things. You know, maybe I'm not as big of a baby as I thought because I really enjoyed both of those. Yeah, I want to talk to Ladoga and Nina. This is our uh, Montgomery County tough guy over here. What would you think, everyone? Landon? Those were awesome. Where can I get more in bulk? (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Is there shipping um, available? I sell them at the Hamilton County Seed Swap. Oh, tell us about that. Well, the the seed seed swap swap. isn't going to be happening again until next January. Yeah, it's the fourth Saturday in January. However, I would like to tell you to come to the Hamilton County Plant Sale, which is in the third Saturday in May. Yep. And if you don't want to start your own seeds or if you want some pepper plants that you didn't have to start back in January or February, (laughs) that is a place to go to get them. Because not only is it sold at prices that are affordable, but the money that, um, that we make from that sale goes to... Um, fun things such as scholarships. Yeah, the Barney Hobbs Scholarship, uh, which we award, what, five or six a mm-hmm. year? And it's $3,000. Um, I'm sorry I can't breathe. I ate the rest. <laughs> Stop <laughs> eating it, Denny. Stop I, eating I, it. I ate the rest of the caramel. Really? I had just taken a little quarter, and I thought, I'll put the rest of it in, because tough guy Ladogo over here. So yeah. I put three quarters in it. It's, Got my attention. See, because like I did, I did half, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna see what the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel it out. 
I was like, okay, a little kick. Oh, then I took the second half. I was like, okay, this is a walk in the park. I have no clue how you guys are dying. You could never do the. I know. Uh, I'm not. I'm totally you, fine. You, you can. You guys can not do bring the, it on. I, I still have the heat. You guys so, cannot do the hot tiny, ones like the wings. Your husband's a wuss when it comes to this. hundred percent. How about Jenny? Mine you're, too. Your your family oh, yeah. member. How about the kids? You got kids? Uh, my oldest will he'll he'll eat some hot peppers with me. Yeah, my daughter will eat them. My son-in-law eats them. Um, we have family parties where we eat them. Family so. parties. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That sounds like a reality show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think I've shared this story before, but again, my husband eats no hot peppers. And we were going to a family party in, on the Italian side of my family. And I knew you were Italian. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> we, we were walking in. My husband said, I am starving. I really hope that they have food ready because my family is notorious for being like hours late on food. So we were. <laughs> walk in the door and my aunt said the food's not ready yet but there's hot pepper sandwiches in the back oh, Lord. and he just looked he at just me like oh. I'd rather starve and die yeah, yeah he ate bread Tiny Ike and uh, Jenny Lambert from the Hamilton County Master Gardener Association have joined us um, alright so we've got the plant sale coming up give me a rough idea of, of what of all the different type of plants not just the pepper plants but what's a pepper plant go for let's start there if they're coming in a, I are, know, it's probably like five dollars oh golly yeah very and not have to put up with it through January right mm-hmm. and you know I just went uh, I was gone for three weeks I had babysitters that were babysitting my little baby plants <laughs> right wow. my seeds yeah. that are starting to grow and it is not easy to find babysitters for your plants trying to and understand them it's it's worse than trying to water a cactus you try to explain somebody how to water a cactus do these things use a lot of water they do. They do. Um, when they are see- when I am starting my seeds, I like to make sure that they stay moist all the time, um, and I use heat lamps and heat that, mats. It needs to be what heat like mat. 85, 90 degrees, right, to germinate. Right. Eight, I think it needs to be eighty, and as soon as they ger- germinate, you take the heat away, and then. You know. Interesting. That's a high temperature to try to keep something at. I can't, that I can't keep so my nose to. from dripping. <laughs> I'm, it wasn't that hot, but it lingers, you know? You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> well, if people, if people want to learn more, can you point them in the right direction? Does Hamilton County, do you guys have a, a pepper club? Um, we actually have a helpline. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. Is it a suicide you, <laughs> In case you eat too hot of a pepper, what to do? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Let me look up and see what the helpline is okay. because they can answer all of your questions for you. Okay. Anytime cool. throughout the year on anything. They are the most knowledgeable people ever. And we've I, got a nice library of books there that they can look up for you on the fly and perfect. answer your and questions. And educated searches. Much right. better than a, yeah, well, thanks for coming in. I pre- and thanks for bringing the truth. Yes, ma'am? Um, we do have the seed libraries open now. They opened yesterday in Hamilton County. So we've got HEPL, which is Hamilton East. That's Fishers and Noblesville. Um, Explain to them what it is, Jenny. Are so these the boxes that, that you load the seeds into? Well, actually, there's the libraries have seeds that you can go check out like you would a book. Got it. So okay. you can check out like up to 20 packets in a season. Uh, you don't have to return them. <laughs> it's gonna, but if you want to go get your hot peppers or your tomatoes or any of those now, um, you can go check those out. Now, a few years ago, we started a little free seed library, which is like the little the little book libraries that we keep stocked from March through October at the Hamilton County Fairgrounds in That's Noblesville. That's so fun. 
So you can go. We've got it loaded now, and you can go get your free seeds, and you're not limited. You know to how 20. they, you know how when you leave church, they say, "Now go out and do the Lord's work." With this fire and brimstone, you say, "Go out there and do the devil's work." That's you know, right. get, get the heat out there, ladies. Oh my gosh! Well, thanks for joining us. I, oh, may I give you the Hamilton County helpline? We are ready. What okay. is it? Okay, it is Hamilton Garden Line at gmail.com. Hamilton Garden Line at gmail.com at gmail.com so you send them an email and they'll take care of you they sure will i know i've used them in the past tiny jenny thanks for making the trip down it's a lot lot from hamilton county but sure is nice to have you and uh good luck Uh, keep us posted you've got my email address you got my phone numbers you keep me posted on what the crops like okay will do and that this last one you're doing the caramel pepper caramel peppers the yeah. Carmel Reapers? Yeah, that, that's the one. It's 3 million, or is it 1.4 million, Scoville? That's a 1.4. 1.4. She has one with your name on it. I yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> I have yeah. one still from last year. Still very young. Well, <laughs> ready you, to go. There you go. That's the Hamilton County Pepper, ladies. They have joined us again for the second year in a row. Hope to get you back maybe at the end of the season when the crop starts coming in. Crop starts coming in, what, August, September? Yes. August, September. Well, there you go. It's the Home and Garden Show. If you've got a question, you can jump on board. We'll start getting back to the calls here. 317-239-9393. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Ninety-three WIBC, the Home and Garden Show, Saturday mornings. We love being with you. We're here at nine to one. And uh, next week, Allison, I think you told me that we're going to be up at Sullivan Hardware. Um, I think it's we're getting close enough for the Irish Fest, you know. That, yeah, next weekend is uh, Father Glenn's St. Patty's Day party. So we'll be at Sullivan coming up fast. A fun time. Now, do we do that at, at Allisonville Home and Garden too? No, we do not. Okay, that's just at the that'll be at Keystone, seventy-first and Keystone. Well, I promised we would get to some phone calls. So, um, have you recovered? Um, are you okay? My my eyes are dripping. Right? Yeah. Uh, spiritually, yes. <laughs> uh, what we're talking about, if you have, if you've just tuned in, uh, Jenny Lambert and Tony Ike, or uh, Tiny Ike, joined us, and they brought in their hot peppers. These are the pepper ladies from the Hamilton County Master Gardener Association. That was a lot of fun. It yeah. was. They got some spunk. All right, somebody's been pretty patient through all this. We've got Fulton. Hey, Fulton, how are Hello, you? Hello, Smith. How are you doing? Doing good. What's up, boss? Well, I've got some big news. I am in the karaoke knockout sing competition, and I just made it to the top 20 and almost to the top 15. And right now I'm in third place, so we were wondering if you guys like to vote. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. All right, so where do, where do we vote, Fulton? Um, if you guys go to karaokeko.org, 24 slash Mr. Fulton Rise. Um, go on that website and 
and it has the picture of the Elton musical T-shirt and the microphone. All right, so it's karaoke karaoke.org, and we can vote there. Yep, you can. All right. All right, we'll be pulling for you, Fulton. Yeah, best yep, of luck. And I talked to JMV yesterday, and um, he said he might come to my uh, talent show. Oh, awesome! Oh, wow. Yeah, don't let so, him get don't let him get a microphone, Fulton. Don't let him <laughs> don't let him talk. Okay. I told him I wanted to get him a microphone, um, but he said the last time I talked to him was yesterday, and he said, "Oh, come on! Um, I think he wants me to hear. Let me play Wagon Wheel by Darius Rucker on my ukulele." <laughs> Darius Rucker is one of my favorites. All right. Well, Fulton, thanks for staying in touch with us. Um, Darius Rucker, is that the one that used to be Hootie from Hootie the Blowfish? Yep, that's Hootie. All right. Let's go to uh, regular Jeff here. Jeff, thanks for hanging on. What's up, boss? How are you, Danny? Well, my mouth's a little bit uncomfortable. I'm not (laughs) saying I'm miserable, but it's just, it's not a normal feeling. (laughs) Okay. Next that. time, set a gallon of milk on the table before you do this. I'm just telling you. I have heard that that uh, sour cream or milk uh, are two things that you can use to sort of. I guess you some mayonnaise. <laughs> mayonnaise. <laughs> How's things, Jeff? That was, that was, that was a. Uh, they're fine. That was a great segment by uh, Jenny and Tiny. I appreciate it. Now, my wife, who does her garden, which you know, you know, I've brought you stuff there. Uh, the California lemon, lemon cucumbers, whatever. Lemon so cucumbers. She made the. She takes raspberries too out of our garden and cans cans them with jalapenos and makes a uh, a jelly. Oh, oh my goodness! It'll make your brains slap your tongue out. It's so good. <laughs> Jenny was talking about something like that. I, I think She's she said blackberry. Blackberries. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when you do the sweet and the hot, I bet uh, I, I do know that there are a lot of uh, beekeepers. Uh, in the aviary business that they are, I think I said that right, that they're mixing some jalapenos in it because people like hot with their honey. Oh, hot honey. Yeah. Hot honey. Oh, hot honey, yeah. It's All right, really Jeff. Good. So, look, uh, uh, if the Egg Fest is happening, I will probably come up this year, and I'll bring you guys some can jars, you, Terry, Allison, whoever's working, uh, Jack. Uh, uh, Ooh, yes. Sorry, Jimmy. Sorry, yeah. Jimmy. Jim, yeah. Landon. Yeah. Well, if you're coming, if you're coming, um, bring your daughter because at least she's, you know, they got to have one person in the family that can make sense, okay? <laughs> Jeez. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Jeff, I always appreciate your phone call. Our number is 239-9393. When we come back, we're going to be talking some boxwoods. I'm starting to see some boxwood damage. And I can't tell if it's over winter or if it's from the blight from last year. So we'll get Jack's opinion on that. Jan will be first up, and we'll take your phone call, too. It's 317-239-9393. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different... Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Everybody here wants you, mother. 
Roman Garden is here without Pat Sullivan today. It's a great day to be alive and well and living in central Indiana, and I think we're starting to see some sunshine, Allison. Sun's out. Look Finally. Oh, gosh, it, it was miserable earlier in the week. It was just bloody cold. We got it. We normally get up at 4, and we're normally on the trail by 6.15 or 6.30, and it was cold. And I finally said to hell with it yesterday and got on the... On the uh, treadmill i wasn't going to go outside again but maybe it'll warm up a little bit well it was 70 at one point i was gonna say monday it was 70 it was perfect uh, yeah for it yeah but then you saw what happened oh, it went yeah. down i know the, you just can never rely on I saw so. and felt what happened you know what i should have done i should have tried some of jenny and tiny's hot peppers you think that keeps you warm when you're cold outside i think i'd be sweating so much i'd get colder <laughs> did you did you sweat at all you you were hot my uh, face you, was getting a little Flush. Well, you were wolfing them down. Yeah. I don't know if you were trying to impress them or what, but you impressed me that you... The caramel was good. Did you like the caramel, Allison? Yeah. The caramel was good. Um, there was like a salt, like the salt yeah. to it kind of evened it out a little bit, but... Oh, there we go. Terry brought some to the uh, Telemundo guys over there uh, on our floor, and they loved it. They they got oh, the seal of approval. So that's when you know it's good. Wow. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. All right. So Boxwoods last year were a real pain in the butt for everybody. Continue and, to be. Uh, continue to be. Let's talk to Jan here. Good morning, Jan. How are you? Good morning, Danny. What you I got? I question. Oh, I've got a question about the boxwood damage that happened not this winter that we're in, but past winter. Yeah. Where it was like an ice freeze, and then eventually a lot of the boxwoods had these brown spots in them. Mine, mine included. I thought I had gotten through it, but then when I come through winter, it looks like I didn't. It looks even worse. It looks even worse. What's going on with yours, Jan? Oh, they look just like that. There's so much brown. I mean, there is green. But should we be patient and let that grow? Is that brown going to grow up if the stem is still alive? So or should we start trying to reach in there and cut that brown out? If it's a whole branch, you know, and you can't scratch the stem and find any green, uh, you may trim that out. But a lot of that will end up falling as it pushes out some new growth. Um, mm -hmm. I would say be patient, you know, fertilize in the spring, maybe just after Mother's Day. Um, and then, uh, you know, chances are it will, you know, still have some of those brown spots, but will certainly bounce back out of it. Oh, good. Well, that means I'm going to have to keep the trimmers out of my husband's hands. <laughs> you know, I we started trimming them out uh, last year, Jan, and next thing i know i've got this great big divot it looks like a meteor struck yeah. well i mean i got this big hole in my boxwoods and uh, jane marie was not too happy with me but you know hopefully they'll come out i, I, I here's the thing he's the expert it, jack really is the expert i don't i'm getting a little bit more cynical because there's just so much damage across the board but time will tell that divot will never grow back so if you do end up having to cut out a whole branch you know and you end up getting a huge crater yeah. that's when you mm -hmm. may want to look at re replacing or what do they call it when you jan do, have you ever done the sculptures with topiaries, topiaries is that, yeah. maybe we should do topiaries with our boxwoods <laughs> maybe we should i i hesitated my husband was like let's cut those out like and i'm like no, because then they're going to look, the neighbors are going to go, what in the world did they do to their shrubs? They poured hot so. pepper juice on them. That's what they did, hot pepper juice. I'm just letting the brown be a decoration. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. Jan, thanks for taking time to give us a call. All right, Allison, uh, Jack, I just got a note from my old buddy Ron LeMaster. Ron LeMaster is in the landscaping business, and he thinks that we should do uh, a hot pepper tasting contest for charity. 
Well, you guys idea. have so much fun with that. You know what? I that's not a, a that's spectator. not a bad idea. I'd like to get JMV and some of the other people that You would do other, it? I would do it. Yeah. I'd For, film I would it. do it. You'd film, you film it? You wouldn't yeah. do it. No, absolutely not. You wussy? I'm not a wussy. I just know better. You, yeah. I'm smart. <laughs> For common charity? sense wins. Common I'd sense. I rather just donate. Yeah. Shut up, Landon. I'm sorry. I'm not so supposed to say that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> All right, let's go to the poorest conservative in Hamilton County, and that's our buddy Angelo. Hey, Racer, how are you? All right, that'll be starting up uh, April 5th. They'll be testing tune at Indy, and then. Uh, Racing on the 6th and the 7th, which is a Saturday and a Sunday. Landon, and or, uh, Angelo, I'll, I'll tell you a story. I've, I've worked for three weeks, almost four weeks, rebuilding the gyrocopter. I had bought it from a fella who took good care of it, but before I fly something, I want to take certain things apart and rebuild them to make sure that everything mechanically is sound. And I started laughing. Whenever I would fix a car... You just get it on the road and you take off. When you take something up in the air, Angelo, yeah. you talk about finding everything <laughs> that you, you know, think I'm going to kill myself. So it's a little bit different, but I got it up in the air, Angelo. I, I got it up there. So, all right. So yeah, what if you. I, I, I definitely would not trust my work on something that goes above ground. Oh, I don't know. Yet yeah, that was a pretty sweet car. I still have that picture. I think I've got it at home on my desk. All right. So what have you got? You got something here about a chicken? Yeah, that chicken that lived 18 months, and he did feed it with an eyedropper, and it did choke to death on a kernel of corn. He was making approximately $18,000 a month off of it. (laughs) He tried to replicate it. He tried different chickens cutting their heads off, and the, the reason why this one lived is that the base part of the brain did not get cut off. Oh, that's called the atlas. That's the very top of the of the spinal column. Interesting. Right. So that's why it was still alive and breathing and all that. And uh, <laughs> as far as whether Can you imagine the chicken, fl- the flock of chicken? Here he comes again, Grace. <laughs> it's your turn to go. <laughs> oh, my. And that's, as far as the birds, I thought it was you that said that you didn't know they had tongues. Yeah. Well, when they kiss, when they kiss, they a French kiss. <laughs> That's Angelo, really good to know. Get Seriously. your finger on the dump button over there, Landon. Angelo's no, about no. to go crazy here. <laughs> so I got one more thing for you. I think it was like a year and a half ago. I sent you a picture of a lemon that was the size of a grapefruit. Yes, sir. Well, that little lemon bush is growing another lemon, but it's only a little bit bigger than a regular lemon. Hold on just a second. Once they set fruit, uh, we put the high phosphorus. What, what What is it that we add to once they set fruit to make them grow bigger? Citrus tone. Citrus tone. There you go. The chemical I'd have to look up. It's, uh, look that one up, Angelo. You can make it go. I wonder if a cat or a dog had peed on it when it was outside to grow that thing. <laughs> or had to eat some of that stuff somewhere. You just had to go a bridge too far, Angelo. Uh-huh. You take care. Let us know about your racing career. Starting April 5th, uh, that's our buddy Angelo. All right, we got a couple minutes. Let's get to Kathy here. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. What have you Hello. got? Yes, ma'am, we're here. Wall to wall. I just wanted to know for my husband's sake, what, when is a good time to put down crabgrass killer? We bought the, we went and bought the, from your store, we bought the Jonathan. The Jonathan four bag, Green. Yeah, yeah four-bag Jonathan thing. 
and when's the time? When's the best time to put the first bag down? I guess is my question. All right. So this it, it, this may not be killer. This might be penmethalin that keeps it from germinating. Which yeah. one is that? What's in the Jonathan Green? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. Is. Okay. Well, um, I would say mid to late April. I would not get it on too much quicker than that. A lot of people uh, who have services, they come out and they start doing it in late March. But I would say from the, what, tax season, tax day, 15th April? Yeah. Okay. the best time. And then, and then the second bag is the weed. Uh, is, the, is it a feed? I forget. There's four bags. There's four bags. Yeah, we we always wanted you to go one, three, two, four, and the the reason for that is that when the weeds are really taken off uh, from August to fall, which is when they really go to it, that's a really good time to kill them. So Dick Crum, who's already corrected me once today, has uh, <laughs> had always said that with the Scotts product, and I don't know about the Jonathan Greens. I'll have to ask Jack about that. It was always one, three, two, four. Well, that's what I told him last year that you guys said. But now this year we bought the Jonathan Green. So, um, so what what color bags? I'm, I'm driving. <laughs> I just, I just don't, I oh, just darling, I don't. I don't. I had to pull you that. Down. Jonathan Green uh, with that crabgrass preventer is a blue bag. Uh, and then if we're going to, uh, you know, our third step, it would be uh, that soil food. So it comes in either a black or a purple bag. There you go. Hey, thanks for taking time to call us, Kathy. Thanks for protecting your husband from his own, um, I don't want to say stupidity because I are a husband too, but uh, sometimes we need protection by our wives. It's the Home and Garden Show. A lot of fun still coming up. We love your phone calls. I hope you'll take time to give us a call. Allison's in the studio. We're going to have Craft uh, Corner coming up. Of course, Jack Phipps from Allisonville Home and Gardens here to answer your questions on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Say that grown-up men are still just little boys. That really the only difference is the price of our toys. We go for macho symbols like guns and running shoes, pickup trucks, hunting ducks, and <clears throat> power tools. Power tools. Power tools. Well, thanks for sharing part of your Saturday with us. Here we are in the 11 o'clock hour here on the Holman Garden Show, about halfway through. On the board, I have the delightful Landon Coons, who goes by Jimmy, of course. And What's I don't up, know everybody? What that's all about. Did Pat name you that? Is a... He just kept saying I looked like a Jimmy, like and it just kind of just kind of stuck. stuck with me. And it's brought him fame and fortune because he's known as Jimmy now. Yeah, and then now we got well, Jimmy mostly Kors. just fame, mostly fame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. mostly just fame. I'm not, don't worry, this guys. This is I'm, radio. I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna let it go to my head. All right, I'm not gonna think I'm better than y'all. Think it's of the okay. famous Jimmys that are out there. I, I can think of Jimmy the Greek. What other Jimmys were there? Jimmy Johns. Jimmy Johns. 
Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, Jimmy oh, Johnson. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. Yeah, the story I heard about Jimmy Carter, you know, he always carried his own bag. Mm-hmm. You know, he always had his own suitcase. The Secret Service ratted him out uh, right after he died. Or he, maybe it was Rosalind that died. He's still alive. He's still alive. Yeah, right? I did that again Shoot, on radio. Oh, yeah. But anyway, the Secret off. Service rat, ratted him out and said the suitcase was empty. He, it was oh. just all for show. Just like the queen that used to carry her oh, purse. Her purse, yeah. She just really liked to hold her purse. Right, there wasn't anything really in there. Yeah, what would the queen keep in her purse? She'd kept, in, you a know, caramel. like a caramel, a caramel, and maybe a comb. Probably handcuffs. A peppermint. Her corgis carry it around. Hey, I what's this? So. What am I having here? That's you know, a, that's a pepper caramel. So Terry Stacy will eat. Yeah, anything. you better be careful. She has no okay. idea what she's eating, but uh, Jenny and brittle. Tiny brought in nope, some caramels right. with a little bit of heat to it. And how's uh, it going? It's going okay. It tastes like caramel. It's good. Yeah, yeah. It'll have a bite to it. Mm. Uh, Jack Phipps is here from Allisonville Home and Garden by Sullivan up at 115th, 114th in Allisonville. Any traffic patterns up there that are giving you? I know that Allisonville and 146th Street is a mess right now. What and about you guys? Nothing that's affecting us, but I think as soon as they get closer to 116th. Um, uh, they're going to put a roundabout in there, aren't they? They are. That's going to be a mess. Allisonville? Is named after Allison, our lemon. Our own Allison. Yeah, that very. Oh, yeah. Even though we bought you way after. Yeah. (laughs) Allisonville was founded over 40 years ago with Allison in mind. Thank you. Allison is all of. uh, 20 20 some years later, I came back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hey, oh, I want to mention too um, next week we're going to be at Sullivan's at Keystone because we're doing the Father Glenn St. Patty's Day party. It's a little earlier just because spring breaks lined up at the same time St. Patrick's did, so we're doing a little earlier. So next weekend, we will all be at the St. Patty's Day party at Keystone. Can't wait. Okay. Any games? Any clog- uh, clogging? Anything? I know. there's. We have, we have the uh, uh, 500 Gordon Pipers. Performers. Nice. Uh, we got uh, dancers from uh, Richens Tim Academy, so the Irish dancers again, and of course, we're going to have green beer as well. Green and some beer. Irish green beer. Uh, food as oh, well. Oh, yeah. I think they have the green egg, maybe. Yeah, she has green a... Oh my gosh! What is it called? Corn. Corn beef. Corn oh, beef. Corn Thank beef. you. I was yes. blinking. Corn mm. beef. She has the Irish stew. We're gonna have all all the stuff. Oh, Maybe like good. a soda biscuit. I mm. want to say. Ooh. Mm, soda biscuit or soda bread. Mm. If you want to get on board with us, we've got the brain brain trust here with Terry and Allison mm-hmm. and Jack, and and we'll do our best to help you. It's two three nine ninety three ninety three. Jack Jack is uh, here in substitute for Pat. Pat uh, sort of later. A bomb on me. He said that uh, you're going to be my replacement. Wow. I don't know what he that did, meant. Look, that stuck in your head, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, he did. It, it bound, bounced around in there, and I go, "Holy crap! Is he planning that far ahead?" Yeah. <laughs> anyway, two, three, nine, ninety-three, nine. We've got Steve with a question for Allison and Terry. So let's bring Steve up. Two, three, nine, ninety-three, ninety-three. Here we go. Hey, Steve. Uh, good morning. Great it is show. Jack is the Jay Leno for the uh, for the Home and Garden Show because Jay Leno filled in for the great Johnny Carson, and Jack is uh, filling in for Pat. Quite I a like it. I do too. I will take that. Hey Bronco, have you ever seen the skit where Tom Smothers imitated um, Johnny Carson with all the you know how he would move his neck and look off to the side? It was the perfect imitation of Johnny Carson and Tom Smothers never got invited back. <laughs> so so we'll take him as a Jay Leno here. He's so a, Jack, don't impersonate Pat. He'll oh, never oh come gosh, back. No. No. Uh, my question for Terry is, 
Is she going to be at the remote next week, or will she be emceeing at the garden and patio show? You know I'll be at the flower and patio show at the fairground. Steve, do you have tickets? Uh, no, but I, I, as I said before, I'm banned from going to those shows because those are the most expensive tickets that you ever buy. <laughs> I was told that I'm, you could go, but you couldn't take your credit card. That's what your wife said. <laughs> yes. And, and, and then my, my question for Allison is, earlier this week on the other show that you happened to work on, uh, where Denny described the, co- the, the host in quite kind words earlier <laughs> in the show. Hammer Nigel. Uh, there was something that was on the Wednesday show that they said they were getting rid of some WIBC tradition, and they were going to talk about it. And then I had to take a phone call from my boss, and I really couldn't say that I had to listen to the radio when he called. <laughs> yeah, that's sort of tacky. You remember what it was, Allison? It was yes. The, it was the bong at the top of the hour, right? Yes. Yeah, so uh, the WIBC weather phone that's been around oh, forever. the weather phone, too. It is no longer uh, just for several reasons. Wait a minute. Two, 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 so two, 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 yeah, two. This, no, longer. Yep, no longer works. So That's marketing disaster. That's the easiest number in the world to uh, dial. There's there's several reasons. Uh, so anyway, but yes, that is no longer there. But oh. we, of course, here at WBC always talk about the weather at the top and bottom. And uh, yeah, there's just a little easier ways to find it now. <laughs> Do you know why that, that like is pure app. gold? It's pure gold because in the old rotary phones... Ones and twos and threes were easier to dial quickly. I don't know if you know this, but most people don't have rotary phones anymore. I'm just telling you, the 2222 has been around since AFNB and Bank One and all of them. It was always, yeah, you could always be sponsored. So, Steve, you can't dial seven twos anymore and get the weather. Mm -mm. It's over. Uh, You know, I I, I do miss my... uh, my Bell Rotary Princess telephone. That was that was a great thing. Ooh! Wow. I hear, and I don't know if this is true. But I did hear this past week that landlines are coming back. They are. Gen Z is obsessed with landlines right now. Likes the landline. And it all kind of this conversation began again once again because of the phone out, the the, outage we had. AT&T. Yeah. And people were like, well, if you've got a landline, you can still, you know, (laughs) you're okay. Steve, let me ask you a question. You leave for work one morning and you're about 10 minutes into your drive and you realize you left your phone do you go on to work and leave the phone do you ask your wife to bring it or do you turn around and go back and get your phone i go back and turn around and get it mostly because my concern is when i'm on the road if my car would break down that i would have a means to be able to get uh get somebody to rescue me and plus if i left my phone at home my wife works in a totally opposite direction she's she's typically leaving the house at 5 30 in the morning and it wouldn't be convenient for her to drive all the way back home to get get the phone and take it to where i work i am told that there is a psychological profile now called phone separation or cell separation and the anxiety that it causes when people have separated from their phones and I, I just, I ask people, you know, if I forget my phone, it depends on where I'm going. I might just say to hell with it. But then if Jane finds out that I've left the phone, she's mad at me because she may need to reach out to me. So I can try to be noble and say it's because of my wife, but there's still some anxiety. When you, Jack, yeah. when you leave your phone at home, what do you do? I would turn around and go get go back it. And get it. But there are times like taking my dog out on a walk, I'll put my phone down yeah. and I'll enjoy not having it for a few Steve, uh, I know that you're in the security of the world. Are we safe for a while? We are, we are we are safe, but it's always good to if you see something, say something. I love you, buddy. Thanks for uh thanks for looking out for us, okay?
All right. Well, have a great day. And, and Allison, I appreciate the insight because I really had a lot of anxiety about not knowing what changed at WIBC. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. <laughs> I was really concerned that they were announcing that Pat was leaving the show and Jack was becoming the full-time host. But that's, I'm, I'm glad to know wow. that. Wow. We can only dream. Wow. <laughs> Be safe, Steve. Thank, thanks a lot, buddy. Jack's five-year plan. One-year. Denny's ten-year plan, yeah. You're ready. Is everybody ready for the woodpeckers? Here we go. Richard, thanks for calling us. Hey, how are y'all this morning? We're good. Yeah, thank you for taking my call. Um, How do you get woodpeckers to move on and go someplace else? You can't. I mean, they've been destroying my house for years. You can't shoot them. you, You can distract them with mylar ribbon hanging from the highest point. If they are getting into the cedar siding, then I would get some quarter-inch hardwood, or excuse me, quarter-inch hardware cloth, and just hang it from the eaves so that they can't get to the wood without really, uh, you know, getting themselves into a lot of trouble. But uh, yeah, I've got a fairly large house with a lot of cedar, so that yeah. uh, that would be a lot of hanging cloth. Well, try the, try the mylar, mylar ribbon. It catches uh, light and everything, and it flickers. And it's it. I'm not saying it's going to intimidate them, but it distracts them enough that they don't want to land. And that's okay. what the D, you can call the DNR folks. They'll tell you the first thing they'll tell you is don't shoot them. They're a protected species. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to shoot them. I want to get them off my roof yeah. or get them yeah. off my. I want them to go side. play in the trees. That's right. We want to go to. That's exactly right. But I would try the mylar, mylar ribbon. You know. To, is is the, are they intimidated by owls at all? Do you, I, I, uh, I I put up the I put up the plastic owls. I've got one. I got like five of the plastic owls up, and they seem to work for a couple of years. But now I think they realize they're just plastic owls. <laughs> they're no threat. Aren't yeah. you supposed to? I, I've learned the owls have been good for me, but then they stopped. In- Scaring things away, and somebody said, "Well, you got to move them every week." Yeah, <laughs> you got to You can't just least keep owls in the same. You know, you got to move them a few yeah. inches either way. Or people, Richard, you know, have you seen the com- Have you seen the commercial where the lady dresses up as the uh, scarecrow and she says, "You can't rely on anybody to do anything anymore. Oh, yeah, you have to yeah. do it." So she goes out and acts as a scarecrow. That's what you got to do, son. Get used to that on the side of the house. Hey, thanks for the call. I'm sorry we didn't help Thank you anymore. You. I don't think we helped him at all. What do you no. think? 317-239-9393. There's room for your call. We've got some pros in here. 317-239-9393, right here on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Some of the most fun I have on radio is listening to Terry tell stories about what it was like when she started in radio and how you learn things from discipline or you learn things from the listeners. Terry Stacy is a treasure to this station. 
Hall of Famer. I'm sorry. Are we on? I was just saying I love hearing, (laughs) listening you tell the stories about, you know, how you you had to tell people things and how you learn things on radio and that there's no university. The mic goes open, the monkeys start talking. Yeah, if you don't have, if like this wasn't my career goal or my path and and like for Allison, she went to school for this or others that go to school for this job, then you kind of learn. But if you don't, and so many of us aren't trained. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> you don't know you've made a mistake until you've done it, and then they say to you, well, you can't do that on the radio. I lo- I'm talking about this because has anybody watched the Whitney Whit- the, the um, Wendy Williams documentary that's on right now? So I Probably not, not you, but I've seen a lot of clips online. It is very popular it right now. It is very, very disturbing. It's And she kind of went, got into radio and learned by mistake. The hard way. Yeah. But she, but she has a she has a disease now, right? Or she's yeah, uh, she's some Alzheimer's or something. She's Aww. got what Bruce Willis has. Um, I remember that's that. Sad. Did lobe. you have you ever been called into the program director? Well, I got called into the vice president. I somebody got let go. Everybody gets let go now and then in radio. You know, you're only here to let be let go. You only <laughs> be here to let go. Well, I made a comment, and I made a comment. I guess it was more public than I thought. And I said, what the hell are they thinking? The guy's bringing in revenue. He's a good guy. He's funny. Next thing I know, I get an email. What are you, you know, are you talking Like, I don't understand yeah, what, what you're saying. About? What are you talking about? Somebody got let go from the station. Right. Okay. And I guess I replied all instead of just, re- you know how they say somebody's no longer here. So you got an email. I got an email, but it was okay. before I understood when you hit reply, it, sometimes it goes reply all. This was 20 years ago. Okay. So I got called in and I said, uh, going to write you up for insubordination. What? Wait, uh, for what? an email? Ins- uh, the vice president? Yes. Uh, the general manager of the... Co- yeah. I, he called me in and he says, Denny, he says, I can't believe you did it. I said, did what? He said, he said, you replied to an email where I said, somebody is no longer with us and you took me to task about it. I said, that should have just gone to you and you should be man enough to take it. He said, you hit reply all. So he didn't write me up, but he let me know that I I shouldn't have done that. But the guy, he was in the newsroom, and he was, he was aces, and I, you know, I just had a disagreement. So anyway, you learn from your own stupidity. Yeah, wow. we've all been there. Have we? We've all made mistakes. Oh, absolutely. Let's talk about woodpeckers. Okay. <laughs> Great. Ian. Back to woodpeckers. Welcome, welcome cool. to the Home and Garden Show. How are you? I'm splendid. I hope you're better than that, sir. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, topic of woodpeckers um, and plastic owls and all that sort of thing. I have heard, and I think I heard it on your show years ago, that a an artificial woodpecker was very effective. They're apparently pretty territorial. Oh. And I can't remember if this guy sawed them out of plywood and painted them himself or what, but but uh, I, I'm almost sure I heard that on your show. Wow. We're pretty smart when you listen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't well, remember Well, to be fair, Pat's not here. Yeah, and, Pat's uh, not here. Dick's so. not here either, so. Yeah, Pat or Dick would have taken them, credit for that. That would make sense, though. That okay. would make sense. Yeah, That's what cool it's worth. Perhaps nothing. Yeah, it's worth a lot, Ian. And probably the bigger the woodpecker, the more intimidating it would be. Thanks for taking time to call us. Good deal. All right, buddy. See you soon. Bye bye. All, right. All right, we got another woodpecker call. This this is bringing them up, isn't it? Three one seven two three nine ninety three ninety three. Hey, Sarah, how are you? I'm fine. I'm here in sunny Florida, and Ooh. I used to live in Indiana. But um, I also had a problem with woodpeckers when I lived there. And I asked a friend who was a birder, and he told me the reason the uh, woodpeckers were going after the house was because of bugs. They were looking for bugs, even though the house was in the woods. 
they still wanted to eat my house. And he said, if you <laughs> spray the house with bug spray, uh, it'll help. Okay. And it did. Okay. Get rid of the food, get rid of the problem. Yeah. Ah. Jack and I were talking, I think, and I don't know whether it's the pileated, the one that looks like Woody Woodpecker or just a red-headed woodpecker, but some of them can actually make their beak go and pound 1,200 times a minute. Wow. I mean, that's really, that's 20 times a second. Is yeah. that right? That's a, that's a lot of banging. So what are, you doing also, down in, what are you doing down in Florida? <laughs> well, I live here now. We retired and moved to Florida, but I still have family in Indiana, so I still get up there. But I learned in Africa about woodpeckers that they draw their tongue back into their head to cushion their brains so that when they hit the wood, it doesn't injure them. You know, I've seen that. If you see like an x-ray or like a, a picture of their skull, their tongue like wraps all the way behind your head like you were saying. It's, it's kind of wild. weird. Yeah, I'm convinced that that's how Pat Sullivan has survived all these years. I think you're probably right. right. Well, thanks for dialing in. Are you listening online? Is that how you listen to us, Sarah? I am. I listen every single day to, to uh, Tony Katz, to uh, Casey, and and um, what's Bob? it, Kendall, and yeah, and I listen to Hammer and Nigel. You know, one of the like things. One of the things that I wish that they would do, and I don't know if they'll do it. We used to get like a family photo where we'd. Sit uh-huh. on the steps. We'd sit on the steps of the monument or whatever, and they take all of our pictures. We don't do that anymore. And I think it'd be fun to get a family picture of everybody that's that's on air here at WIBC. That'd be good. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be great. All right. Well, thanks, thanks for calling. For taking my call. All right. We'll see you later. Now. All right. And now the moment you've been waiting for, our brother, our cohort in crime. The man who's got a tongue as long as a woodpecker, it's JMV. Hey, John, how are you? Woody, Wood, Woody Woodpecker was such an instigator. Was it? Wasn't he, though? He yeah. was always, why did he, he never got his, did he? No, he and didn't. Like, he, he started most of that crap, too, and he <laughs> I, never got his. And the guy that drew him, I think his name was Lance, I, I'm not positive, yeah. was also yeah, the voice yeah. Was also the voice of him. Which Exactly. Uh, well, and I think they had much like, you know, Hanna-Barbera or, uh, you know, much like uh, Fritz Freeling did with, with Bugs Bunny and yeah. all those characters. They had many characters. Shilly Willie, I think, was a part of that. That oh, the penguin? Chili Willy. Oh, okay, John. I'm going to give you the the quiz. I gave the 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 kids okay. a, a big test here. How high can a penguin jump? Um, ten feet. Six feet. Now that's six jump. Feet. That's not swim and jump. That's jump. A penguin can jump six feet in the air. Yeah. What is that? Is that from a standing position too? That's, that's I nice I guess so. Right I know it's in the that's stupid nice book vertical. that Terry gave me. That you love. That I love. Wow, all of a sudden it's a stupid book. It's a toilet book. <laughs> stupid yeah. how much he loves it. All right, John. I don't know, I don't know if Chili Willie ever, uh, ever got that high. I don't know. On the, uh, <laughs> on the vertical. How'd your daughter do in basketball? We uh, we did well. Had a good week. She had a good week. And uh, they have the county, uh, the Johnson County, I think coming up next week. And I'm going to try to make it down there. I think we were at New Augusta. You know, here's something that bugs me, and this is kind of appropriate given there's been this big debate, this argument about storm storm flooring, rushing the floor after a win, right? Yeah, that's right. right. That recently. Um, I've always – this has always been me. I have always – I've never stepped foot on a basketball floor in street shoes. Me neither. Bugs. 
we the could get crap out of me when yeah. people do that. It bugs me to – and I watch – even if you're on – I know high school gym floors and you got PE classes and the kids probably have boots on and heels on and, you know, street shoes on and all that, but it just bugs me at basketball games when you see people walk across the floor in their street shoes. So I just think, you know, to stop the court storming and all that, you could just say, hey, no street shoes on the floor like we used to and just be done with it right there. Right? Is it I, that simple? It was a hang in a fence long ago. It is no longer. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, you had the rope. You know, you had, like, the, the uh, not custodians, but the ushers hold kind of that rope around the floor to make yeah. sure that if you were uh, you weren't coming on to it or anything like that. So what I, is it, John? Know. Why are they what what is happening? Are there ropes on the floor and the fans are still storming through or or they're just not having no. that security like they used to at the college games? Well, what was it last last was it last Saturday when that happened? Yeah. The, the kid from Duke got injured. It That's was after it. we had that conversation. But yeah, last last Saturday that happened and there was zero. I mean, there was no security or nothing. And you know that that kid, a big kid, seven footer or whatever. They, everybody tried to make the argument that that he, uh, you know, he instigated it. Here's the thing: you run out onto the floor and you're coming up in this dude's face, this big guy's face. If you get jacked in the grill, that's on you. Truly, you know what I mean? Yeah, Seriously, it is. You shouldn't be out there in the first place. And I listen. I know college kids are wanting to have fun. You know what? I had the most fun any college kid ever had while I was in college. I didn't storm the floor one time. Doesn't matter. How many times have you seen? How many times have you seen the drunk guy with his shirt off run onto the football field, and then you see a great midfield tackle by either somebody on the team, and and he just nails him. He gets up and walks back to his team. I love those shots. That guy got everything he deserved. Stay off the playing surface if you're not directly involved in the game. It seems rather simple. Hey, everybody, I'm going to see my Sycamores of Indiana State tomorrow. They win. Outright Missouri Valley Conference regular season yes. title. How do you like Wonder, that? Wonderful, Good wonderful. They're enjoying this fame, and not since, uh, well, the the, the legend. Bird. Yeah, since yeah, the legend was down there. Bird. By the way, I read a wonderful article about him. He never, it, all the legend about him having a conflict with a coach, he said, I never had a conflict with a coach. He said, I couldn't afford Indiana University. Did you read that article? Yeah, yeah that was the way, yeah, about Bob Knight. That's he, when... They, they were talking about – he was talking about that with Isaiah Thomas and with Reggie Miller. You know, they did that piece during the All-Star break, and he said, you know, the reason I left IU wasn't because of Bob Knight, like everybody's always speculated. I, I couldn't afford it. You couldn't afford and it. And he wanted a different fit. You know, when he tried out – when he tried out for Indiana State for the first time, they told him to come up, and uh, it was Bill Hodges that come up and, you know, you know, have a pickup game with us. and You can play and we'll see how you fit in. He came up in jeans. He wore jeans in the pickup game. Aww. He wore jeans and tore everybody a new one. Wow. That cool. is 100% accurate. In jeans and ripped everybody a new one in that pickup game. And, and that's how I, everybody knew it was going to be good. I went to school with a fellow who played for Butler. He played forward for Butler. His name was... Uh, John Dunn. And John yeah. said, yeah, I played against him in, in college. And he said, uh, it was my my job to guard him. And he says, I held him to 51 points. <laughs> Denny, the greatest thing about him to me is, is beyond everything else was just his mentality for the game. He was two steps ahead of everybody else. He was, a, th- I mean, he was a thinking man. Your name was Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson was just like that, too. I mean, there are just certain guys that are two steps ahead uh, thinking two steps ahead. And when you have that vision, 
you're just different. And I think that is the most incredible part about his game is he was always two steps ahead of everybody else. And, and you could absolutely tell it was amazing. There are businessmen like that, and uh, they have become legends because that's how you make money or that's how you make yeah. fame, is don't deal with the 24 hours in front of you. Deal with the 24 days in front of you or the 24 weeks. And if you can plan ahead like that, which is what he was always doing, whether it was minutes or seconds, he was awesome. I mean, I I enjoyed watching the guy play. You know who else you're going to enjoy watching play? Who? Caitlin Clark because oh, she from she's Iowa. Coming. Oh, that's right. And I can't imagine. Now, John, she said so. She's up for bit. We've got her. We're the first pick. Well, we can, get to right. Yeah. Can can she change her? Can she say no? I don't want to go there. Or oh she, yeah. I mean, she, yeah. If she wanted to, she could. Remember, Eli Manning did that. He was going to be with the Chargers, and he didn't want to to play for the Chargers organization and, you know, ended up going to the Giants. Uh, John Elway did that with the Baltimore Colts before they became the Indianapolis Colts. Didn't want to play there and uh, ended up getting to Denver. If you have that leverage, oftentimes you can you can get what you want. You see a lot of these players at the NFL Combine, you know, not doing certain things, not doing certain drills because they, they have that leverage that others – within their class um, with their colleagues, their contemporaries don't have. And uh, she has that. I don't, she's not going to utilize it. Uh, she's going to get drafted number one overall and come here. Her, her boyfriend is Connor McCaffrey. He actually works within the Pace organization. That's uh, Fran McCaffrey. Oh, oh that's a done well, deal. That's, yeah. I didn't know that. So, yeah, they had to make sure that they – they uh, didn't fire him or anything like that. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's going to be around. No, it's going to be interesting to see because that completely changes the dynamic here. It does. It does. It, what, a, and, what a shot. What a shoot. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. You know, People you, are so excited. And, and to oh, watch really the, little, are, the, yeah. the kids, the girls, everybody's excited about the, everybody, all everybody. She's, I mean, she's the ages. real deal. When you said her boyfriend's Connor, I, just for a second, I said Connor McGregor, the <laughs> ultimate fighter. <laughs> no. I think it's Connor McCaffrey. McCaffrey, uh, I think Patrick yeah. McCaffrey still plays there. Connor is the guy that works with the. Uh, he does something in the the, the Pacers offices right John, now. But yeah, real quick, can you be- talk to us uh, about floors to your home? What's on for tonight? What's uh, what are we listening to you tonight? Uh, JMV Takeover. It is memories. It is friends, and it is music. I, I just actually at JMV ten seventy on X. I I put together a video. I found some video footage of my final day of high school in 1988 at Eastern Green. Oh. And I put it to some music, and it is awesome. Oh, my Absolutely. gosh. Good for That's you. I, yeah, I found like three different videos of, of – and it's not – I don't even have me in it. It's just my friends that I grew up with on our final day yeah. of high school, and it is uh, pretty amazing. But, no, that's what we do on the Jamby Takeover because those are the days we obviously love. It's music, it's friends, and it's memory. Six until midnight tonight. And floors to your home, 359, three rooms, laminate hardwood, waterproofing, the best floors. And I, I'm getting new floors here, and I need new floors here to make your interior look great. It's Brian Kahn, floors to your home, Avon, Noblesville, and Brookville Road. Thank me later for this because it will make your house look incredible. <laughs> I thank you now, brother. I always like it when you call. You're just a great human being. Thanks for doing it. Thank okay? you, guys. Man, I, I love being on the show on Saturday. We'll do it next week. We'll see you. You take care. That's a, that is a regular guy. Just uh, 
He is a regular guy. He goes out in the backyard in his underwear and pees in the bushes. I mean, that's a regular guy to me. Don't you think? Hey, our number, 317-239-9393. we got Craft Corner next. Craft Corner is coming up. You're going to love it. Let's take an early break so we have more time for it. I'm looking over to Landon, uh, the famous Jimmy, right here on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20mg injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Tickle your fancy with some crafts that over the weeks, really, they're kind of fun. They're really more impressive than you would expect from a radio station. Well, we're really something. Well, thank you, Thanks, Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. Terry Stacy, Allison <laughs> Lemons. Uh, you can go to Facebook Live. Uh, our photographer today is the very famous uh, Jack Phipps. And Jack, I'm going to let you narrate your own uh, videography. Well, thank you. Excited to be here. (laughs) I don't know what else you're saying. All right, everybody. This is a real quick, easy one. I know we received in our comments a couple of weeks ago that it is one gentleman who says this is not my favorite part of the show. So we're sorry to you, but we're going to go real fast. We do get it. We'll go real fast because it's hard to interpret (laughs) when you're just listening to it rather than seeing it on Facebook. So is anybody there, Jack? Uh, Yes, we have 15 people watching. (gasps) I'm so happy that you're there. People. I'm so happy you're there. We're going to do a real quick um, St. Patrick's Day, which is just in a couple of weeks now. Just a quick door hanger or something fun for you to do. What you're going to need is you're going to need one of the St. Patrick's Day felt hats that you see or any type of fabric hat that you see right now at all the stores that are dollar cost store. anywhere dollar store, cost anywhere from a buck to $8. Uh, you're going to need some of this ribbon, which is the ribbon I chose is bright orange and it is what I I think the craft that I saw that I'm copying it was also orange you're going to be making an orange beard and orange hair with this ribbon and it's not wired right Allison not wired ribbon no no it's not wired ribbon and it's uh it's very sparkly too it's sparkly so you're going to use that and you're also going to need and what do we call this Allison it's just like a wired wreath frame. frame. Yeah, exactly. A wreath frame. Yeah, you can find these at Dollar Store all the time. We, we reuse these all the time, too. Yeah, we do reuse them. You're also going to need some old pantyhose, and I know you might have in your drawer, or some type of something that's going to make a nose of a leprechaun. Something that makes a nose of a leprechaun. What I used is pantyhose, and I stuffed it with cotton, and then Jack, sure did. Jack created a nose out of it. And it looks pretty dang good. There are uh, so many things that we just have to leave alone, and that's one of them. Yeah. Really? <laughs> what do you mean? Pantyhose stuffed with cotton to right? make a nose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does that bother you? Yeah, a lot. Well, sometimes you talk about being nude, and that I gotta, bothers me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
So, but I don't want to turn in my man card. <laughs> so basically what you're going to do, Allison, you're going to take the frame okay. of the wreath and you're going to take your orange ribbon that you have, which I you can buy in bulk. I, this is a, an $8 uh, batch of ridge, ribbon that is about, I don't know, I think it was like um, five or six feet that I found on sale. It's a lot of ribbon too. It is. And any width that you'd like, but basically what you're going to do is you're going to weave it in and outside of that metal wreath frame to create kind of a puffy beard. Okay, I'm going to show you the finished product right now so you can see what she's doing. I'm showing it right to to you right now. And my eyes are drawn right to the pantyhose. See? Which is the nose. So what's the problem? Well, when you see what has been done here, Jack made Jack made this nose. Is that better? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'm showing it to you right now what the finished product will look like and it basically is uh, the item is a a uh, it's well it's a leprechaun it's a leprechaun that is looking down with his hat on his nose is all you can see and then the wreath part of it all is his his bright orange hair how come and yours beard. looks so fluffy and stuff and allison's looks kind of flat well it's because i have one work. and she has 50 done yeah oh okay so that, that's it i mean you're just going to weave that in and out, out. Of the uh, the over wires and over and under, and then it's going to take some time for you to fluff it out and to make it look uh, like a beard getting, or like hair. We're getting a lot of comments on the nose. Just to be fair, it was a very last minute adjustment. <laughs> and uh, I we're really, getting nose in quotes. I. Uh, <laughs> but people still love Craft Corner. I, I really think Jack made it the best it could be. To be honest, I tell you what, this looks Jack, like something from a slaughterhouse. That's so all. It I, does not. It does not look like a nose. It, it does. It, it, it doesn't does. from this angle, Wait but it did Go before. Closer. Look at the profile. How about the profile? Does that help? I'm <laughs> sorry. I can make so many lewd comments of what that looks like, but it does not way? look like a nose. How about that way? Uh, that's best I've seen. Is it? That's about <laughs> as close to a nose as Jimmy Durante. What it, the actual pictures that I copied, it was a round, a round nose. It was a round, like a ball. So you could do that too. But when Jack got a hold of it, he created a real nose, and I love it. Jack's used to pantyhose. I'm not. <laughs> so once you, once you thread all of the, the orange ribbon all the way around, Three. up and down. Yep. Then we, what do we do? We just glue on. Then you're just going to glue the hat down on top of it. Okay. And then you're going to glue the nose underneath it. And, and you then you'll put your some panty. Some cotton balls into some pantyhose and wadded it up. To Gail make it has suggested maybe a potato for a oh, nose. Yeah, because it's Irish. That will, that will oh, end it. Help good. you kind of. Well, it looks like a nose. Oh, like a fingerling potato you could do. Oh, sure yeah. you could. Sure you could. Yeah, absolutely. Great idea. Thank you. There's good nose one. limit. There's nose limit. Ha ha ha. St. Patrick's that. Day. Oh, it's for fun. Terry, I'd give you a oh, nine boy. out of ten on this one. It looks really, really nice. So when you're hanging good. it, it looks like he's looking down. Yeah. yeah. Look at it that. looks like, okay, here's what it looks like. It looks like a rabbit's foot. It does not look like a nose. It looks like a I've rabbit's foot. I've never seen a rabbit's foot look that way. Didn't you ever carry a rabbit's foot in your pocket as a kid? Yes, but there are no claws on this, and uh, it's a nose. Look. Well, that's Craft Corner. <laughs> All right, time to wrap this one up, kids. We can do. No, I honestly, I like it. It's simple, you. it's easy. I can do it. Yeah, I can do it. All right, Landon's in a sweat over here. Landon, we are going to uh, pitch Th- it out for some phone watching. calls. 239-9393. Give us a call. We'll get you in right here on the Home and Garden Show on 93 <laughs> WIBC. You did have somebody ask. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, 
Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Well, we burned through three hours pretty quickly here on the Home and Garden Show. Brad and Leah, you hang on. You'll be the first callers when we come out. We can take your phone call to 317-239-9393. Jack Phipps, Terry Stacy, Allison Lemons. Landon is over uh, in the Jimmy chair, and uh, we're all here to take your calls. So uh, if you called in, just hang on. We... Uh, Went just a little bit long in this segment, but it's all for the great content that you're you're certainly enjoying, I'm sure. Pat will be back with us next week, but we're here with you now. You give us a call, 317-239-9393. It's the Home and Garden Show here every Saturday with you, 9 to 1. Next week, remember that Terry Stacy's going to be at the Home and Garden Show or the Flower and Patio Show. We'll be at Sullivan Hardware and hope you stop by to see us. But right now, just pick up the phone, 239-9393 on WYBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider key symptoms. Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Say that grown-up men are still just little boys That really the only difference is the price of our toys We go for macho symbols like guns and running shoes Pickup trucks, hunting ducks, and power tools Power tools Hour number four on a beautiful Saturday, the first Saturday in March used to be a church on the west side that only held church services on the fifth Sunday of those months having Sundays. That meant that that church met four times a year, and Mackie and I always laughed that we were going to have to go to that church at least once. There's four Sundays, there's five Sundays in uh, March here. There's also five Saturdays, and next Saturday, Allison, you told us we're going to be at Sullivan Hardware for some fun, right? Got the Father Glenn St. Patty's Day party. Uh, yeah. We'll have you ever, you ever seen them inject the, the dye into the beer? It's a very unsophisticated just, process. They fill up a hypodermic or a, a syringe with a green dye, and they just push it right into this slot that's at the top of the keg. It totally permeates the beer, and you got green beer. Yeah. There I think you go. the leprechauns just deliver it. And Terry Lynn, you're going to be at the Flower and Patio <laughs> Show for that. two weeks in a row. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so are you the mis- you're the mistress of ceremonies? Uh, I am. Uh, for all the guests, all the experts that come up to the stage all day long and all evening long. And uh, some good ones this year again. Uh, you can get your discount tickets online. Make sure to check that out if you're going and, and want to save a little money. But yeah, starts. I believe it starts on Saturday. I think there's a fundraiser on Friday and then starts on Saturday and goes through the following Sunday. Besides but yourself, the, is there, 17th. besides Terry Stacy, are there any big names going to be there? Um, I'll have to relook at the schedule, but I don't believe, I think I'm the biggest name. You're the biggest? <laughs> <laughs> they can't go any no, bigger. You're, you're the I'm big shot. I'm really, I just uh, stay in the background. I this, don't ever even endure, introduce myself. This is why I've, lo- I've always loved you. The self-deprecating humor. Hey, we had a mm-hmm. bunch of calls at the end of the hour we didn't get to. First one up is going to be Brad. Hey, Brad, how are you? Uh, good afternoon. It's good to talk to you. Um, I uh, really like the Saturday lineup on WIBC. I especially like uh, Home and Garden. And then sometimes it's funny hearing Abdul always talking about cannabis. Um, asking, <laughs> that is law, true. Asking, all, uh, asking all the law people about that. And I don't I don't smoke cannabis. And then they eat, drink, smoke. I love that. I don't drink. I don't smoke cigars. But it's historical stuff. It's interesting. And then I love the gun guy. And all of Indiana, Central Indiana is going to hate me because I'm going to say smooth IU games to a sports channel and let us have our Saturday lineup. Now, I know there's going to be a bunch of people who hate me for saying that, but that's how much I like the whole lineup on Saturday. I, I love hearing that. that. We, Very nice. we can't comment because... Uh, well, we can't comment, but we are really grateful for your comments <laughs> yeah. here, Brad. Thank you. Yes, sir. All Have right. a great day, you guys. Yeah, you try, too. Try not to get arrested. All right. Let's go to, to uh, Leah. <laughs> oh, Leah, you hung on through the whole thing. Thank you very much. I sure, I sure did because, you know, it's been a long time, and I'm so sorry that life gets in the way sometimes. Yes, it does. We but miss- you know what? You recognize Leah. Leah's voice goes back a lot of years. A lot I of years. Leah. She and she Steve call, were legends. Even the swap shop with John Gray. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And, and nice to talk to you, Terry and Denny. Um, I am looking forward to next weekend, of course. But <laughs> um, being now that it started, you know, I'm getting a spring fever. I have these, I got had gotten um, Chinese windmill palms, yeah. and I'm wondering if I can put them in the ground because they're cold hardy, or should I leave them in the pot for one year until, what do you, have you ever had an experience with that? Yeah, so even if it is cold hardy, I would still be afraid to put any palm kind of out in the ground mm-hmm. unless you're wanting to just treat it as a tropical um, at least mm-hmm. until after Mother's Day. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so that's when the last frost is, you think? Yes, but if you ever want to, you know, keep that palm from year to year, if you're able uh-huh. to just bury whatever container it's in, you know, put that oh, container okay. in the ground, then just pull it right up out of the ground in the fall uh, before that first frost, uh, and then just kind of okay. bring it inside till spring. Leah, there's a reason we don't see palm trees in New Jersey, and so you got to take care of them. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I know, right? It's like, yeah. well, that's the one thing. I always have those really tall queen ones a lot of times. But um, you yeah. know what? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Terry and Allison and I—I uh, I think Pat was with us. We were out at the show that it's up at West Park, or excuse me, up at Grand Park, and they have uh-huh. this company out of Iowa that makes artificial palm trees. They were oh, they awesome. They were made out of metal. They were made out of metal. I've seen those books. They had yeah. showers in them. They had lights in them. But they were awesome. You know, you might want to think Ooh. about that. 
Well, I may. <laughs> I might even try and build one myself. Yeah. Oh, there. I can see you in it's a welder's outfit. It's a good craft. Out. I can see you in a welder's outfit. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, we try and make it as tropical around here as possible. Oh, I so bet we have so. beaches and everything, but it's fun. But, um, yeah, you might want to do the show from here someday. All right, Leah. <laughs> yeah. Well, come up and see us at Sullivan Hardware next week. We're going to be there for the uh, St. Patrick's Day bash. Like, actually, it's for the Father Glenn bash, but we'd love to see you. Same thing to Stever. All right, next up for us is Steve. Got a question for us. Hi, Steve. How are you? Oh, wonderful. Thank you, and uh, thank you for taking my call. You bet, ma'am. I'm wanting to get a memorial tree, if that's the right word for it, for a sister-in-law who lost her 100-year-old mother this past week. Mm-hmm. Sorry about wow. that. So it's such a great gift. The, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but... Uh, Need to know the right one. She, uh, the sister-in-law and brother, live on the south side of Indianapolis. Their soil, I think, because of the proximity to the White River down there, has a fair amount of sand in it. So I don't know whether that affects what we would put in for them. Uh, but I was thinking something blooming uh, that would that would be in full sun. Yeah, I think the biggest, uh, you know, memorial tree is a great gift uh, for somebody that's passed. Um, but I think the biggest thing to keep in mind is having something that you know is you know almost guaranteed to survive. Yeah. The last thing you want yep. to do is put something in there that won't make it. That's really depressing. Um, <laughs> and you know, blooming thing is great. So there are a few options. You know, a few varieties of magnolia. There are very few options. The bloomers, the ones that really really bloom, yeah. you know, they don't last as long as the ones that don't bloom. No, they do not. Yeah. But if if it's mandatory that you get a bloom, I'll let I'll let uh, Jack do that one. One of my favorite trees is a Dawn Redwood, yeah. and they will last forever. They've got a huge conical base. They almost look like a bald cypress that would grow in oh down in Louisiana or not. But they are just a gorgeous conical tree. The one of the best ones I've ever seen was over at the Museum of Art. I think they call it New Fields now. But as far as flowering, what are the choices on flowering trees? I think like, a, so either a crab apple would be kind of a, a non-fruiting. It's so small now, we consider it non-fruiting. Um, or a magnolia, you a know, magnolia. would be another good one. Uh, the one to stay away from, I think, would be a dogwood. People love going to dogwoods, but they are They're so, they can get so hard to get. Heart yeah. to heartbeat. Well, there you go, Steve. And I tell you what, yeah. what, for years I have, when I lose a friend and I want to do something special for the family, if you ever want to do, instead of sending flowers, try Trees from the Holy Land. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a website, Trees for the Holy Land. It is a very, very special way to help somebody remember. But I like your idea, too, planting one right here in the old, good old state of Indiana. But, a quick uh, question on the Dawn Redbud. Is that, uh, how large of a tree does that ultimately grow to? The Dawn Redwood can be almost like a sequoia. Now, it's not going to be like the Redwoods, but it can get pretty tall. The tallest one I've seen, again, is at Newfields, and it's right up against the building if you want to see it. But you'll notice it because it has this huge conical base that just goes way out. Then all of a sudden it comes in and about a foot and a half of, uh, above the ground, it comes right into what the trunk diameter normally is. But I would say you could expect 20 foot, foot out of it. I've got seven of them out by the pond. Wow. 
They're about 25 feet right now, and we've had them for 10 years. We've had, I have, oh, okay. a, I have, and I just love it. And it blooms every spring, and it's the tulip tree. And it, with these beautiful yellow flowers, and, yeah. and it's as tall as I can, I mean, it's you it's got to be around. I've lived in the home for 20 years, and it was already, you know, probably 50 feet high. It's that's a state another tree. really good. I just love that tree. tree. And it's, the, the base, I mean, it is so big, I can't get my arms all the way around it. So I know it's old as time, well, old an old tree. And At it's, least 20 years. Yeah, yeah. but it's also <laughs> right. next to a creek, so um, it's probably getting a lot of good water yeah. when we don't have water, I guess. But it sure has, it makes me very happy. I so love there, that tulip tree. There you go, tree. Steve. If you want the flowering ones, right. you could do the magnolia, you could do a crab apple. Terry's liking the tulip tree, and they really do have beautiful flowers in the springtime. And the dawn red wood, it's a red wood tree. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Very there helpful. There you go. Appreciate yeah, good it. luck. It's a great way to remember people. I sort of like that idea. Yeah, I you know, think it's a good idea. Well, let's take one more before we jump out. Hey, Russ, thanks for calling us. What's up? Yes. Um, just uh, wondered, uh, have you heard of any special infestation around this area of uh, gnats or flying in- insects? Um we seem to have a problem out here in the Butler Tarkington area. So, and I heard there's a product called Neem N E E M. Wondered yeah. if if, if uh, Sullivan carries that. So we do uh, in Allisonville. We have it up at Allisonville as well. Uh, there's a few different you know forms that you can buy that Neem oil, um, but it concentrates best if you're trying to cover in a large area. Um, and, you know, before the b- bugs really start to wake up is the time to do it because with that neem oil, you're suffocating or kind of covering um, the eggs to kill them in that cycle. Uh, but it would be something you'd want to treat, you know, a few times over the course of a month. Have you noticed any special infestation? I have not, in, Russ. In, I, you in, sort of in, caught in, me off guard. Um, there were some little gnats that we saw where Mackie and I were someplace, we saw some gnats, and they said, yeah, they just sort of popped up. But it didn't seem like a, a swarm or anything. I would almost think it's a short stretch of warm weather we had. Yeah, had enough sure. bugs kind of pop up. Yep. That's probably they're, right, Jack. They're, they're fruit flies, you know, like, that, you know, uh, you can use some home remedies like vinegar and water, that kind of thing. But this, this seems to be something kind of special. You might check your drains, take some uh, masking tape or some sort of tape and tape over the openings in the kitchen sink, one over the garbage disposal hole and one over the other hole uh, when you go to bed at night. And the next morning you will open those, you pull those back. And if you have gnats in there, then you can start to deal with that. There's lots of products that you can deal with that on. Okay, Russ? Okay, thanks. You bet. Our number, 317-239-9393. It's the Home and Garden Show. Landon's on the board. Allison's over here with us. The Hall of Fame broadcaster, Terry Stacy, And our own buddy, Jack Phipps from Allisonville Home and Garden by Sullivan. Here to take your phone calls, 239-9393. You made up your mind, got off the couch. Interesting thing is that if you listen to radio long enough, especially here on WIBC, you understand the music um, likes and dislikes of who's ever on the board. I'm beginning to understand Landon just a little bit better because of the music he's playing. It's yeah, interesting. Big, big rap fan. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. but everybody's different. I mean, I, I can pick up Allison. I can pick up uh, 
Oh, who's who's taking care of uh, Kendall and Casey? Used to be here all the time. The drummer. Oh, Kevin. Kevin McNamara. I couldn't remember Kevin's name. Hey, our number is 239-9393. We're here to take your phone calls, make your life a little bit easier on a Saturday. Coming up, we're going to have Richard Michalis join us. This is the season where we're going to start to see water, storms, fire, and wet basements. I want you to remember Michalis Corporation. They've been a proud sponsor for us for over 10 years, I think. Remember that life happens, and Michalis will happen to help you through it. One of the things I want to ask him today is what is that mitigation process? We were really lucky to have Terry call in who said that uh, the dog Teddy, was it Teddy the dog? Mm-hmm. That started Teddy. playing with the, the Thanksgiving turkey. Interesting story. Flooded the house, and then uh, Michelis was over there within a half hour. I love stories like that. Yeah. I, you know, that's what it's all about. Our number is 239-9393. Hey, Jack, I wanted to ask you, uh, had a listener reach out. How do you know when you need to water your cactus? Everybody loves cactuses in the wintertime yeah. or cacti, whatever. But the the thing that about cactus is it's really good, to, really easy to rot out their roots. So how do you know when to water your cactus? Really, I think it does need to be totally bone dry. But then once it does dry out the soil, you know, it's hard to get that soil kind of fully saturated again. You know, so getting some air holes down there and then really just once a month. Now, you do cactus. You have cacti at your house. Yeah, probably more cactus now than anything Have you ever else. seen the guys that drive the, the straws down in there? They'll they'll fill up, of course, as they're driving them through. They're hollow, and they'll pull, pull up the soil. They immediately pull them out and put another straw down there to get air down to the roots. Have you seen that that technique? No, but I totally get where they're coming from yeah. with that. Yeah, uh, and I, I told you I'd keep you posted. You guys have this vase that has a wicking rope that goes down into the bottom, yeah. a pot of water. I have really dry. I, oh, my gosh. I had an ivy plant that uh, Carrie from the Marion County Master Gardeners uh, Group gave me just a little starting bud. And three years ago, I started that bud. But I, I never got enough water to it. And now with that wicking thing, I can see when the water's down. I just fill it. That thing has gone crazy. I mean, I bet I have four-foot strands of my ivy now because uh, – explain what I'm talking about. It's called a, 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 a wicking. Wick, yeah, so it's just like a self-watering planter, one form of one. Um, but it just has a cotton wick that goes down into the little water reservoir. And then the other end is up in the soil. So it, the soil's just naturally – Just wicking it up. As it, it needs it. But it doesn't, it doesn't get soggy, which is really nice. No. Oh, it'll never overwater. What happens is the wick brings the water up to the soil, and the roots in the soil take it down to the plants. So it's a natural wicking process, but you'd be surprised. I bet I go through a quart of water every three or four oh, days. Oh, yeah, I have thing. a few. Uh, we call them plant nannies. It's like a terracotta spike. It goes down in the soil, and then you put a, what like a, great a idea. water bottle or a wine bottle in it and it just acts as kind of a and a terracotta of course um porous excretes well, water yeah. porous right so it acts just like a wick with a little more surface area you know you're everything that sullivan said you were that's really pretty cool hey uh, every once in a while we get a caller that calls in and brags about one of our sponsors we got one of those earlier this week uh got it earlier in the show a lady by the name of terry called in about a dog named teddy that was getting feisty with the Thanksgiving Day turkey, turned on the water to the sink, flooded the whole house. Richard Michalis joins us now. Richard, do you remember that call? Hi, Danny. Hi, everybody. You know, I I have to apologize. No, I don't. But we get those kind of calls and those clients all the time. And it's it's interesting how often 
dogs and well, even cats also can create a little havoc around the house. Kids and, and husbands, yeah. <laughs> you know, when the disaster happens, Richard, uh, you know, we're we're responsible to our insurance company to do what's known as mitigating damages, meaning sure. we got to try to stop it. When I call right. you, well, we know what happened with Sullivan as far as the fire, but let's say that. Uh, dumb Denny leaves something going and it floods upstairs and it's going down to downstairs and there's water everywhere. I get my idea of mitigation is I turn the water off. When Michelle shows up, what do you do? Well, well you're absolutely right. that The policy language does say that the, the insured is responsible for mitigating the damage, which means take some action. Don't just wait until maybe an adjuster or an insurance agent has a chance to get back to you take uh, immediate action, which means call a company like Michelis to help turn that water off or dry the structure down or secure it after something like a, a storm or a fire or a vehicle impact until that insurance adjuster can get on site to help, you know, work through the claim and settle it up with the insured or the homeowner business owner. So uh, it's critical to respond. Most homeowners, business owners aren't going to know what that means, how to do it. So again, reaching out to a firm like Michelis that specializes in the insurance restoration world and all the services we offer, we can help kind of guide them through that. So there's no, I guess, downtime repercussion or prejudice on the maybe the insurance company side that, hey, you didn't really take any effort to try to slow down the damage. Jeez, you know, she was proud, This uh, Miss Terry, when she was bragging on you. We're going to have to get you an air check of that call because it was like it was somebody you? from your family. Yeah, here's what she said. Uh, you came out with a generator that could handle all of the dryers because she said, I don't think my electrical circuits could have handled all the dryers. So you thought that process out. But the biggest one was the insurance company denied the claim right off the bat, and then your staff got involved and they solved the problem and got it, you know, got them paid. So those type of services are incredible. You, you, you've thought through the process and you've got it pretty finely tuned. Well, thank you. I mean, that's what we do. So we're pretty good at it. But uh, we don't pretend that we understand, you know, the language in the policy or how to adjust a claim. We can just use oh, third party uh, the situations where in the past this may have happened. Um, and, you know, it could be something as simple as what is described as sewer and drain backup and what's that really mean as far as the definition so again we would never ever tend to be or act like an adjuster because we're not trained for that but when it comes to sticks and bricks and emergency mitigation work and negotiating and working with the insurance industry we're pretty darn good at that richard michelis joins us from the michelis corporation a sponsor of us richard how long have you been sponsoring this show you're either a slow learner or it must be doing some 10 years how long we've we been here I think you're right. I think it's close to a decade now, and I would agree I'm a slow learner, so small <laughs> words. Well, I, w I don't want to give the insurance company a bad name in any way, even though they denied the claim. They denied it for a reason. Do you find that insurance companies, is it a combative process, or are they really trying to, do, you know, what's your experience with insurance companies when it comes time to pay in the bill? So I, I, I don't think it's ever combative. I think that there are times where, um, maybe if the claim's not explained or presented properly or, or right, that yeah. there could be confusion on what's happened. So, again, until the adjuster had a chance to investigate it uh, and understand if it is something they can pay for, I just don't know that, um, you know, that, that you're always going to have that smooth situation until that investigation happens. So, so insurance companies are wonderful uh, business partners, if we'll, if we'll call them that. 
They're huge companies that have lots of procedures and processes, and with that kind of comes a, a, a schedule or a process that can seem daunting and slow at times <laughs> in a different language. They got their um, they got their systems. You got to follow the protocols. And understanding that and having sometimes the patience to deal with that can be can be draining, especially in a bad situation where someone's home or business has been disrupted from you know, a storm or water or fire, and they want action now. No, Richard, the best part about you is you got a heart and soul. It's not just, you know, get out of the way, let me fix it. You understand what these people are going through emotionally, and I think that's what I've always appreciated about about all of you there at Michelle's Corporation. Well, Well, listen, go ahead. Yeah, and thank you for saying that, because truly the empathy side is what is so rewarding about our business, is being able to help our our neighbors and our Hoosier uh, neighbors and friends and family. So um, without that, it would probably be kind of a, uh, you know, a remorseful job because we do see some, some ugliness. So we're not we? first responders, but we're, I call us third responders. We're right there at the aftermath. And sometimes it's just, it's not, it's not a fun situation. It's downright ugly. Richard Michalis, the owner, the operator, the great Wazubi of Michalis Corporation. Always remember water storms, fire and wet basins, basements, life does happen. Michalis happens to help you through it. 844-FIX-INDY. Richard, hope to see you. Hey, next week we're going to be at uh, Sullivan 71st and Keystone for the Father Glenn uh, uh, Irish Fest. So feel free to come on out and see us. Okay. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah, that's always fun to do. And then the following weekend is the uh, St. Patrick's Day Parade. I believe it's on Friday this year. So. I think you're right. Richard, thanks for the call. We enjoy your time, okay? Thanks, Jenny. You bet. It's the Michelis Corporation, 844-FIX-INDY. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Well, the Bluebird of Happiness just reminded us that next week, the time changes. We spring forward an hour. It always happens on Saturday night. That's not fun. They do uh, let the bar stay open an extra hour that day. That was uh, another Mitch Daniels home run hit. My man, Mitch. My man, Mitch. He was a great governor. He was. He really was a great governor. And he, he could cut through the baloney so well. And then he went up to Purdue and... I think he found a niche up there too, but I'm a. You so can, you like this? You like the time change? I hate the time change, hate but I like change. Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that the right. bars are open. You know, the bars are there open. was a real Sunday morning, two a.m. Here's, here's when the, the time thing. changes. The Indians make fun of us because the in Native Americans because they always had the time was by the moon. Okay, the right. sun came up, sun went down, and they made the the comment that only the white man 
was stupid enough to believe that you could cut six inches off one end of the blanket, sew it onto the other blanket, and think you had a longer blanket. Right. So I don't know what Benjamin Franklin was thinking when he said it was for the farmers. Farmers were smart enough to get up earlier or work later. I mean, well, they, and then they continue. They continue even today and say, "Well, we do it for the farmers." It's stupid. Yeah. And but the no, farmers it's changed will be a little bit. Now land. it's right. Now it's because right. And don't get me going. Uh, <laughs> you know how I feel. But then they said, "Okay, now we need to be on time, the same time." So because poor California, you know, they don't know how to, to reach hell us with at a California. Time. Those people yeah. are crazy. All the business crazy. owners and everything. You know, we deal with California, so we want to be. It's ridiculous. We don't want to do. I don't want to change the time. I don't want to leave. I don't want to ever want to change the clock. If you go out in the Pacific Ocean, there are islands that have half hour. So instead of twelve o'clock, it would be twelve thirty. They don't go by the one hour increment. They go by thirty minutes. Wow. Why? Because they want to be different. I don't know. I do fifteen minute increments. You do. (laughs) (laughs) That's the voice of a Jack Phipps. (laughs) Our number is 239-9393. We're coming up to the speed round. Speed round is when we try to take as many calls as possible. During the week, I really appreciate your emails. So many of you have written to me at Denny at WIBC.com. Many of you write to me to forward on to Pat because Pat doesn't look at them. (laughs) And I'm okay with that. But if ever I get in a pickle and I can't answer your question, I will forward it on to Allison. Uh, sometimes I'll send them on to Jack. and But we'll get you help. That's what we're all about. We enjoy being with you on a Saturday. This is my 20th year. I'm starting my 21st year at WIBC, and I can't believe it, but the whole idea of WIBC was this interaction with a listener. And it's, it, Terry, how long have you been doing it? It's just a precious thing. Almost 40 years. 40 years. Wow. Golly. It, it's it really you got you all are very very special and it's sort of fun to see another generation coming in. We've got the old P ones that are in their sixties and seventies, but we got a whole bunch of new P ones because of the program that we have during the week. And you've sort of discovered us on Saturday. We've been here all along, you know. Just if you want help with the house or the garden or whatever, we'll be there to give you a hand. It's right now. It's two three nine ninety three ninety three. Coming up with the speed round. Brought brought to you by uh, Thompson Furniture out of Columbus, Indiana. Let me give them a brag, too. These are really neat people. If you're down in Bartholomew County, Johnson County, heck, if you're up in Hamilton County, they deliver 75 miles. These are really neat people, and it's a really, really neat store. Third or fourth generation, and I love that. Terry, you know that most uh, businesses do not last past the second generation. Um, It's interesting, and that's worldwide, too, by the way. The uh, old joke from the Saudi Arabians was, I drove a camel to work, my son drives a Mercedes to work, my grandson will probably drive a camel to work, which means it's, you know... Coming full circle. Coming full circle, yeah. you know, you know, rags to riches, back to rags. But All right, our number, 239-9393. It's the speed round. Line them up, we'll knock you down. And uh, here we are on the Home and Garden Show, right here on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation.
Well, it's the speed round. It's brought to you by Thompson Furniture and Mattress in Columbus. You heard me bragging about them earlier. They've got great pricing on Lazy Boy. Indiana-made Smith Brothers Furniture. Have got some of that at the house. It is beautiful, well-made stuff. Mattresses made in Indiana and maintenance-free outdoor furniture. You give them a call. they got free delivery up to 75 miles. Go to find them at thompsonfurniture.net. It's Who's ready for the speed round? Thank who, you, Allison. Who, who, <laughs> You can't handle it. <laughs> I love this, Allison. This is the real Allison, too, yeah. by the way. The, the Casper <laughs> Milk Toast Allison. No, no, that's not that girl. That's not the girl. Vince joins us here. How are you, Vince? Doing well. How are you today, guys? Good. What's up? Uh, I heard your uh, comment about Ben Franklin and uh, daylight savings time being about farmers. And that's not true. I did a little research on this. I was curious as to why we were doing this crazy habit. And it turns out it's not so crazy. Uh, when Franklin was uh, U.S. ambassador to France and he was in Europe, I think Europeans were doing this sort of thing for the purpose of saving candles. So, you know, he was all about a penny saved is a penny earned. And if we had more daylight in the evening, people would burn fewer candles and save money. Wow. That's the story that I read. Well, I wonder how the farmers got involved and everybody started blaming the farmers. And we don't use candles anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll put that on politicians. Okay. They probably wanted to appease somebody. Yeah. You're right. The candle. You're probably right. That is really, really interesting. You know, I've been to three county fairs and I've never heard that. That's really pretty, that's pretty cool. All about candles. That does make more sense. That does make more sense. All about economics when you get right down to it. And technically, I suppose we should be saving money on our electric bills, but, you know, we run the TV and air conditioning and all that. We don't even notice it. But uh, in those days, it was it was quite a, uh, like I said, penny saved was a penny earned. So I will remember, that uh, Vince, I got to tell you, I'll, I'll remember that, and uh, I'll, I'll give Vinny the credit. Thank you for sharing that Thank with you, us. Thank you, Vince. Good right, teacher. Yeah, He's that, a good teacher. Oh, pretty cool. I never heard that before in my Mm-mm. life. No. That makes more sense than the doing it for the farmers how about dana dana welcome to the home and garden show we're in the last hee-haws of the of the show what can we do to help you all right very good um thank you i am uh, wondering what to do with my garden this year after having blight so bad last year Ooh. what well, did, what did you do with all what you do with all the debris after it uh, died off what have you done with that That's the smartest thing you could do. I don't know how to, to treat blight. Um, it's You might be able to overcome it with Actomycetes, which is that Jonathan Green product that gets in and, and eats up stuff. Soil. But, uh, you know, you might want to call uh, – what, what county are you in? Hamilton County, Marion County, what county are you in? Hamilton. All right, here's, here's what I got for you. HamiltonGardenLine at gmail.com. <laughs> HamiltonGardenLine at gmail.com because uh, Jack and I are sitting here with our hats in our hand. I do not know what to do post-blight. I would think a heat treatment of some sort. Physically removing some of that Physically soil. removing it all. Maybe putting black plastic over the top of it um, for the sunshine to bake that soil. But you don't want to sterilize the soil, Jack, no. so you got to be careful. Uh, Dana, I am sorry. I don't know. And my wife loves it when I say I don't know because it means I'm being humble. But the helpline. The helpline. HamiltonGardenLine at gmail.com. You send them an email. Uh, tell them that uh, Jenny and Tiny told you to call. Jenny and Tiny. They're the pepper ladies. They, uh, yeah, they told us. Oh, I heard them. They were wonderful. They're a hoot, aren't they? 
They were, yes. Do, oh, okay, just for the record, do you like hot stuff? I do, yes. <sighs> I find more women like hot stuff than men. I don't think that's true. I don't. Well, you don't know any don't more than I know. Either. I'm just saying I think that. You know what I, I would like to know, as somebody that doesn't know what the blight is, what is that? What does it look like? And where do you find it? Uh, blight is an organism that eats about everything. Dana, can you describe why you call it blight? What are you seeing? I, that's just what I found on Google. And, and other my other tomato growing buddies told me about it. And uh, we compared plants and they matched up. I don't know why it's called blight, but I have a much stronger name for it because it kills. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it uh, tomato plants? What does it look like? So it. Um, they just the, the the limbs, the branches of the plants just dried up and died. But on the bottom, uh, and it just worked plant, its way up the plant. Yeah, what did the fruit look like? Did you get any maters at all? Yeah, I got a, I got some. Um, they were much smaller and a lot of splits in it, just not not overly meaty. Okay, uh, now sp- splits normally mean um, unusual water patterns up and down. They're not consistent water patterns. Did you get blossom end rot, uh, like a blackening on the bottom of the tomatoes? Uh, yeah, yeah, some of them did. I had a lot of different varieties, but it seemed like maybe. Um, like my my big boys and my beefsteaks, they did fairly well. But early girls and I grew some heirlooms, and they they seem to have that black splotch on the bottom. Of All it. right. So uh, one guy that I always rec- uh, um, respected in his opinions about the garden, it happened to be my father-in-law. We call him Daddy Bob. When Daddy Bob had an issue like this, he moved the garden. Can you move the garden about twenty feet, thirty feet away? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, I would start there. Then then you can get away from the disease start and just blame it on Daddy Bob, okay? <laughs> okay, that sounds great. All right. Sorry, Dana. I wish we had more for you, but Dak, uh, Jack just went into his uh, his dumb stage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank, uh, yeah. Thanks, dumb Dana. He looked at me like he looked at me like I don't know what to say. I could talk about boxwood blight. What that yeah. looks like. Is that an organism? Is it a fungus? What is that? A fungus. It's a fungus. We're so screwed with that. You know, they tell us that it was going to be a one-season thing. I'm not. I'm not feeling that. At I'm all. so. I'd love to get that. Was it the arborist you had on last year? Yeah, we're from from Purdue to talk about that blight. I'd like to see how that's changed over the last. Maybe uh, I you know, can sweet months. talk Allison into try to finding somebody that knows something about boxwood blight. The the thing is, you guys at the nurseries probably know as much about it as anything whether it's prevalent or not because everybody's coming in to replace their box everybody with. comes in thinking they have it but yeah i think people are paranoid about it now i think we're coming <laughs> yeah. to find that it is mostly just well it's, damage. it's the cadillac of all the evergreens you know they they really are beautiful but then all of a sudden comes through i've got them all around my uh uh, flagpole in the front i got like 15 or we'll 16 of them everybody to do a brand new you know the new foundation yeah, planning. So you're is in a retail. Boxwood. I can see where you're yeah. going with this. Yeah. What does that look like on a boxwood? A boxwood just. A boxwood blight. Okay. It, what does that it, look it like? It browns out about the size of your, you know, three fingers up to a full couple hands, a couple fists. And it dies all the way back down below the veneer of the green. Oh. And so when you oh. cut it, you have to cut it out because that's how, just like, you know, Dana wanted to deal with a, an organism that is going crazy in her garden. You cut it back and try to destroy it, bag it, tag it, and throw it away. But 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's a sad situation for sure. A lot of fallen leaves too. So if you come across a boxwood that has had those brown spots, and then you see that you know all the leaves have fallen right below. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Speaking speaking of boxwoods, I've got Lauren, my cousin from the south side. Hey, Lauren, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? Good. What's up with your boxwood? Well, you know, it's starting to look kind of scraggly, and it's reached its full height. It's been there, and I've not pruned it. So I've allowed it to get really tall so I could have privacy. But now it's starting to get a little scraggly on the inside. So I was wondering, is it safe to go ahead and prune maybe about a foot into it How, to get it to start regenerating within? The rule of thumb would be to not do more of a third of it at a time. So if it's you know five feet tall, you could certainly take it back a foot. Uh, and that would help it th- you know kind of thicken out again over the course of the year. Yeah, it's about 30 years old. So even though it's pretty wow. old... I know. It's amazing, but it gives great privacy. I love it. Yeah. I would be sick if something happened to it, and I didn't have that privacy anymore, and I'd have to yank them out. I'd hate that. So you uh. could take it down six inches and then even do a little selective trimming on the inside, which would help kind of push out some new growth. Um, Should I give it any kind of juice, special juice? I would fertilize it, but I would wait until... <laughs> special juice. Listen to you, Lauren. <laughs> All right. Any fertilizer you can give it. You know, Hollytone is what we love at uh, Allisonville, uh, but really any evergreen fertilizer would do that. That Hollytone is really, really good stuff. If you're really nervous about it, uh, mix the Hollytone up in water and just sort of spin it around, let it set a little bit, and then spread it a little bit at a time. But I don't know. I I'm, I hate to be the nagging Nelly here, but I just think the boxwoods are, are going to have some challenges. Keep oh, it, what's the life expectancy? She's got one 30 years. Yeah. I, I think so, it can go longer than that. I have that. one in my yard that's at least 15 years old. Okay. And it so, looks great. I don't do a single thing to it. Okay, good. Yeah, Lauren. I mean, mine just five years ago looked fantastic. And so I thought, oh, I'm gonna, I just love this. I'm going to just let it go and do its thing. And it's not got any taller. Yeah, I wouldn't and, go to church uh, and light a candle for it. Kind of mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, good luck, Lauren. We appreciate you, okay? Hey, thanks again for your uh, help. I appreciate it. You bet. All right, I think we can get one more in. We've got Cousin Adia. Hey, Eddie. Hello, how you doing? Good, man. you got about a half a minute. Okay, on the blight, it is a fungus that comes from the trees, the plants that are in the area. And because we've had mild winters the last two winters, Mm -hmm. that fungus isn't getting killed. Mm. So it's being tracked into the soil from insects and bugs, and the rain carries it to the soil, and then it multiplies in the soil. So the best thing to do is heat up the soil. Heat up the soil. Yeah. And the best thing to do is to use not a black plastic, but to use a clear plastic for no more than 72 hours. Thank you, Eddie. That's good. Wow, that's good. I take back all the bad things I ever said about you, Eddie. That's really pretty cool. That makes that makes some sense too, because it won't hurt. You know, three or four days won't hurt the just hurt the plant to take care of that. Kill the kill the blight hey allison lemons terry stacy jack phipps and landon coons thank you for every, everything for being here today thank you denny thank yeah. you denny all right we got 10 seconds that's enough time to say goodbye we'll be back at sullivan's tomorrow or not tomorrow but next week enjoyed your company right here on 93 wibc